Yo, 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 this is a, uh, another Quick Hits podcast with your boy Zo. And your boy Pablo, what up, what up? What up, what up, what up, what up? Yo, this is uh, NFL playoff week right here, That's championship right. week, man. Divisional round. Divisional rounds, man. A lot of money is on the line here, baby. Yeah. So um, we, we just going to we gonna get it started with some of these games starting up on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So um, we got the um, Colts and Chiefs game, man. Yeah, and um, I mean, honestly, I think – I think the, that's the game of the week. I think um, it's the highest line. I think it's 57 and a half, and right. I think it's the two most potent offenses, I mean, aside from the Saints, left in the, in the in, uh, at least in the AFC. Right. I, I think it has the potential to go over. I think the um, the over is like 56, I believe. 57, I checked today, and it's uh, 57 and a half, and I think you're, the smart bet's the over if you're going to bet the, the total I'm for taking, the game. I'm taking an over for that game, so my quick lock of the day, I'm starting right off with, with that with that segment. Um, my quick lock of the day is the um, Colts. Really? The, points. the minus five and a half. Yeah, right now, the um, as of today, they're getting five and a half. Um, it's at Kansas City. Um, I, I, I've been struggling with this one because a lot of people are jumping on the Colts bandwagon. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of like... The money line's too. It's it's not just not good no, enough I'm, to I'm, bet. I'm, no, no, so I, yeah. I think I'm I'm with you. I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet the the Colts um, to cover the five and a half. But I do have the Chiefs coming out with the W today. Okay. Nah, nah. That that makes sense. The only reason why I'm, I had a lot of uh, trepidation picking the uh, the Chiefs is because of Andy Reid's track record. Yeah. And besides, this is. Uh, Patrick, this is Patrick Mahomes' first go around in the playoffs, so who knows how he's going to react to to the playoff system, to the you know to the playoffs. I agree because a lot of the new faces in the playoffs haven't fared well. Look at Lamar Jackson right. last week, terrible. Look like a Darian Headlights. <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> so the only thing that I would have to say in argument for the Chiefs is um, the Colts' defensive approach. Um, they're going to try. They're going to they're going to give the the Chiefs a lot of different looks, mostly zone. And um, they're gonna try to to prevent the big plays, and they're gonna try to keep everything in front of them. But I still think, I think Mahomes is just gonna just gonna surgically come them apart. And I think ultimately they're gonna come out with a W. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's it's probably gonna be like maybe one of those three point games. See, yeah. I, see, I feel the the way to beat the Chiefs, New England proved that. I mm-hmm. think it back in week six or five. Right, right, right. To 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 hold possession. Right, hold possession. Ball. Yeah. And I think with Marlon Mack, the way he played last week, he was the key to, to victory last week. I think they could, you know, have that pound, that grounded pound game with Marlon Mack. And I think he's going to have a, a great game against the Chiefs defense. Right. They haven't been able to stop anybody as of late. Oh, yeah, basically. No, yeah, that's that's a main fact. And I, that's a great point you're throwing out there with Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack's going to have a huge game. Unless, unless the Chiefs get down huge and then they can't really afford to run. But I don't really see that. Because like you said, I think they're going to play Ball control, right? I mean, that's literally the only way I, I see really beating the Chiefs is try to play ball control um, and just try to limit their positions. And um, going into that last week, they got saved because I forgot who they played, but it actually brought their average down. The Chiefs were going to be one of the ten worst run defenses in the history of the NFL. Right. So I do believe that are they going to get um, some yards put up against them, but I still think they're going to equal away with a W. 
but I do like the Colts to cover the five and a half. Yeah, that, that's going that's going to be a tough one. So, um, and that Dallas, let's, let's move on to the uh, Dallas back to back weeks. Uh, Dallas gets a Saturday night game. Yeah, and back to back weeks, the the underdog again. So um, they're going into LA. Okay, and they're LA's giving the Cowboys seven points. I'm taking the points with the Cowboys. I'm rolling and, with you again. I'm and, rolling with you again. And I, I I think I think like like what you said about the Chiefs. Um, I, I think I think that goes the same way with the um, with the Rams. The Cowboys, uh, with the same uh, game, with, the same with, approach, with the right? Same approach, right. yeah. I think I think the, the the Rams will do enough to win the game, but I think the Cowboys will um, will muster enough points to keep it close. Agreed. Zeke is going to be. They're going to feed the monster. They're going to feed the monster. That's the only way you could really beat this is, is, is running, right. trying to keep them off the field. Yeah. Because what they do best is is what the Cowboys have in their weaknesses that play action. Yeah. And I, I think I think um, Jared Groff is, is gonna is gonna make enough plays to win the game. I still don't trust. So Dak. You, that you have the you do you think the Rams are gonna win? Right, but, but the Cowboys this, will this, cover the that, spread. That, okay, that, that, that seven point spread. I think we're in lockstep on this one too. Yeah. Um, the one thing that the the one thing about the Cowboys, listen. While I do think the Rams are gonna win, I would not be surprised if the Cowboys did end up with a W. Because the Cowboys defense is legit. Like they're gonna um right. they're gonna do their best to stuff Gurley. Without Gurley, that play action goes away. And right. then Goff is not one of those quarterbacks see, that does good under pressure. See the only reason why I lean towards the Rams is because a lot of the Dallas Cowboys wide receivers are hurt. You got Cole Beasley. Dun, uh, yeah, he he hurt his ankle. He hurt yeah. his ankle. Allen Hearns is out. Done for done for the year. Who knows if you could trust um, Dak and and, and Gallup and um, right. what's what, what's my man name? Uh, Michael Gallup. Ma- Ma- there you go, yeah. Michael Gallup to, to connect. Right. Every every week it seems like Dak is overthrowing the right. is overthrowing the kid. I think it's probably like one game he had. I think in that Giants game he had a great game, but other than that he he's really hasn't connected and, and got a great rapport yeah. with Gallup. And that's dangerous because they're gonna they're gonna put Talib on on um, Amari Cooper. But that's what that's what I'm yeah. saying. So he has to have a, a big game, and I, I just don't I just don't trust that that connection just yet yeah. to bring them to victory. And the only way they can win is if, if Zeke just catches the ball. He right. has over like 200 yards right. at the scrimmage. Uh, not over 200 yards, but at least at least 170. Close, close to it. Both passing. And uh, he had he had close to 200 like, the last game. Yeah, exactly. If he if he had that same type of. Uh, um, impact on the game as he did against Seattle. They they, they have a great chance of winning, but I just I just don't. I don't yeah, know. they would I, really I, have to yeah. really dominate the time of possession. Like I'm talking about, like 40, 40 right. like forty twenty. And and that cannot he cannot fumble the ball because he's been having no. like fumble problems right <laughs> throughout the whole playoffs. Right, we just need Dallas yeah, to stay yeah. within that seven. Right, yeah, it's just stay within seven. seven. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I I I think you're safe with that. I think um, just because. The D- Dallas is not they're, they're, they're not interested in getting into a shootout right. regardless of the no. fact they're not going to deviate keep from up. running to the ball yeah, so I think, I think that's up. what keeps our bet safe right. for Saturday night so we got both dogs Right. On Saturday. Right. So now let's sleep into Sunday. So that's what, what first, you want to uh, dive into the first game, the Patriots game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, We're cool, gonna do cool, the first cool. game on first game so, on the docket. I'm, I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the Chargers in this game. Right. I, I'm and, with and, you. And I'm taking them on the money line. Yeah, too. I'm up. <laughs> my man. I'm on them. I'm on them with the money line. I'm a, all the way through with the Chargers. Yo, the Patriots. I just, 
I mean, unless unless they go back to the old Patriots, but we just haven't seen it this year. Right, and the only the only um, the only cause of concern in, in, in this game is Philip Rivers and the Chargers never beat no. the New England Patriots. No. They're actually 0 and seven going into this yeah. into this matchup against that team. But um, you got to think about the way New England's looked this year. They haven't looked the same no. right now. You know, Gronk is still not healthy. No. Sony Michelle he's starting to get back in form. He yeah, has, he hasn't been. He's but it's a, weird the way they handle their running backs. Sometimes it's yeah. just like, yo, he might get t- t- ten carries in the first half and then two in the second right. half. It's so just weird. James, James White might yeah. make a show. James you know? White might might do his thing. But the one other other thing that I mean, he, they say he's good, but I mean, Melly Mel, he's running on two two sprain M- uh, MCLs. So oh yeah. Yeah, so but they got plenty of talent, and I mean, as you can see, when Mel went out, they had Justin Jackson. They still got right. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler's one hundred percent. So yeah. I think the the Chargers got a lot of firepower. They got Keenan Allen. They got Mike right. Williams. They got Tyrell Williams. Both the Williams brothers. Um, I, I think I think I, I think potentially a boring game. To be honest with you, I think the Chargers pretty much handle it. So you think you think that you think that game's gonna go under? The, the, uh, yeah, the that's that's the game's the under. I think both teams will be conservative. And we will not have a lot of – it won't be a high-octane type of offenses for either of them. I think both of them are good running a, a limited amount of plays. Yeah, I, I agree with that approach, too. I, I, don't, I don't see that game really going over. No. I think I think uh, the Chargers defense contain Brady, and he just goes into the dick and dunk type of – Yeah, well, that's just been, that's just been his yeah, M.O. Yeah. All, all year. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they really don't have any top threats – on the outside, no, they have nothing. Um, with the loss of Josh Gordon, that, right. that kills that. That kills that threat. Yeah, <laughs> and then all they have is Edelman, and um, maybe Chris Hogan. <laughs> he shows up. He shows up here and there, but it's so it's just so random. Those, those, exactly. those, it's just. It's, I mean, Tom Brady's always been the type of guy who, who can do more with less, but he's older, and it's, right, it's right, just right. It's it's too not, much. It's too, it's too much, much to ask for yeah, him. Exactly. So, I, age. so I'm, I'm gonna go with the Chargers to beat. The Patriots handedly. Money line. And now let's talk about your boy. Showcase. Game of the week. Back to back week. Let's go, birds. But this time I, I am a little bit more nervous this week. Mm-hmm. So let's dive into this one a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so I am going to take. Hmm. It's a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough one. So you know what? I, I'm going to take. Wow. This is a tough. This, this is a tough, tough game one. because like, a tough I, want, I want to take Philly with the points. It, it's, it, it, let's, let's tell everybody that um, the Eagles are getting getting eight points right now they in get, New Orleans. They yeah. eight points. It's a lot. I, and, and it's a I, lot. To, I, it's I a still, lot of wood, but I still don't think New Orleans is going to blow them out. I think it's going to be a close game. I, I can. This I mean, is a tough I mean, one. This if, is a tough one to me. I mean, if if it was any any blowout game on on the car for four four, um, four games. Mm. I think the um, the Saints this, game the potential has the potential to become a blowout. Right. Yeah. Um, the the one good the one, on paper, if you look at it on paper, it's actually a really decent matchup because the the, our, the Eagles' strengths are the New Orleans weaknesses, and yeah. the Eagles' weaknesses are actually feed into the New Orleans' strengths. The Eagles cannot run the ball to save their lives. Right. And the, and the Saints have a legit run stuffing defense. Right. Uh, I still believe the the, the Saints finished the year as a bottom four pass defense mm-hmm. and all the Eagles and Nick Foles do is throw the ball down the field right. so I do feel that in that aspect it's an even matchup but what scares me is that that Mercedes Dome 
and Drew Brees that, but, but, is legit in the dome. That's true too. But what scares me on the on the uh, Philly side is their D backs, man. They, yeah. Their defensive backs. They yeah. give up. They give up like twenty plus yards in the air. Yeah. I mean, well, and they we, gave it up to Chubisky. Yeah. One fifty. They gave up one fifty to Allen Robinson. Right. So I'm scared to see what Michael Thomas is going to do. That's to what us. I'm yeah. saying, man. So that's a, that's one of the, that's one of the reasons why I may lean towards, man. I, I, I still need a couple of days to think Yeah, about this I, my game, heart man. won't let me decide this one. Yeah. My heart won't. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't I'm torn on this one. Yeah. I'm so this, this. I mean, I. What if somebody wanted to put a parlay in? You may maybe you want to just want to bet the over because the over right now is is 51, and I think that's definitely going over. Honestly, man, I would try to tease that. I would try to tease tease it, it up. No, tease it down for New Orleans. For New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Put it. Put it down. Maybe down to like to one. <laughs> Ooh, oh, okay, oh, okay. Almost like a pick'em game. Yeah. Almost like a pick'em game. Yeah. Which is definitely an option. Yeah. It's definitely an option. If you're not feeling any type of way, uh, bringing it down to one, teasing it down to one, is it's a solid option. Yeah, and then and then play the other side, too, if you got money like that. Yeah. Just tease it up. Yeah, tease it up. Yeah, yeah go with Norlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why For I know we yeah. my tickets, man. Yeah. Like, when it's games like this, when I can't really decide, I, yeah. I got to play both ways, man. Yeah. But I might, I may just stay away from this game. Cause yeah, I think I, I would, too. I, I, I think I might play two separate tickets. Yeah. For the Saturday games and then for the Sunday games. Right. The Sunday game, I mean, the Saturday games, I feel confident about. Me, too. But it's just that Philly-New Orleans game, I just don't. It just don't sit well. With yeah, me, me neither. <laughs> and as a Philly fan, that scares me because I felt pretty confident that we could yeah. beat the Bears. But this week, I, I, I mean, it, they're the number one seed. They had right. the best record in the in the in the in the, in the, in the league for a reason. So right, I mean, right. there's not. I mean, there's a reason why I am nervous. But I'm here for the ride. So right, right. Nick I'm, Foles, I'm riding out, I'm riding Nick out, I'm Foles. Out with the first, let's see how long that magic can last. Right. Um, it's already lasted one season. <laughs> Two weeks in, we're so good let, to go. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, what's up? Hypothetically speaking, they go they go on the Mercedes, and the Eagles get this victory, right? Okay, okay. I'm loving the way we're, we're starting with this scenario already. So, they go in and beat either Dallas or or the Rams. Okay. You're the GM of the Philly. Pablo's the, you, okay. you, you're the GM. Okay. Are you bringing back Wentz? Nah, nah. No. I'm, I'm, I'm calling... First of all, the NFL—they thirsty for quarterbacks. I'm calling all the teams and seeing. Oh yeah, what's you, up? You de- I'm, first of all, they'll probably start calling me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because exactly. um, I th- all right. So the options for Nick Foles, if they were to retain him for next year, is like a twenty point eight million dollar right, that's, that's crazy. Wentz is still on his rookie contract, so that's obviously appealing to for a lot of teams. Right. Um, I would, I wouldn't settle for anything less than a first rounder though. Okay. Um, I love Carson Wentz. I love his ability, but that's two years. Two he years just, in a row, he he, he can't finish the season. Exactly. He's, he's so yeah, that I mean, there's got been guys that have started out their year, their um their careers injury prone, like Matt Stafford. Yeah. And eventually, they you know they they kind of like write the write the ship and they put in some seasons that mm-hmm. are you know that the Pro Bowl type and but it's I a mean, risk I and mean, you have a proven product. I mean, in Nick Foles. So say for instance, if this if this uh, scenario does plays out. If you're the New York Giants and you call for Carson Wentz, oh, I mean they would be stupid <laughs> not to. They would be stupid not to. Uh, I just don't see. It's hard those divisional trades. It's. Yeah, I mean yeah. they only really do it like when the the players watch. Like when the Eagles traded uh, McNabb to to the Redskins. Yeah, he was already washed. Yeah, he you was. know what I mean. Yeah. So I mean, I I just. 
I wouldn't be able to sit false. I just wouldn't. You just can't. Yeah. You just can't. Um, and like, I, it's not a long term plan. Right, it's right. you try to you try to get what you can for Carson Wentz, which is ultimately a, at least a first rounder, and build from there. You you. I mean, the the, the, the false things maybe two three years, mm-hmm. and then you see what you can get, um, in the draft. So even I. So if they if they do fail. And so, uh, if they if, if if the Eagles do lose this week, I think the the Giants or the Jags should be calling for Nick Foles' uh, services. I agree. This, this season, uh, well, next season. I agree. I agree. And there's a couple. I, I I did hear. I mean, this isn't a solid. It was more like somebody was just throwing it out there. Miami being interested in Carson Wentz as well. Is um. Tannehill? It's, 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 uh, Tannehill, he's, he's not going to be they're not gonna be retaining his Well, services. it depends because the Miami's one of the – we're about to dive into the subject. Like Miami's one of the few teams that haven't filled that, that coaching, co- vacancy. coaching vacancy. Okay. And it might be a new regime. You know, they might not want to start with Tannehill right. as their franchise guy. So gotcha. it all depends on who's going to get that job. Makes sense. But um, before we dive into that to that segment mm-hmm. about the coaching vacancies around the NFL, I mm-hmm. just want to um, revive um, one of the topics we did last week about Antonio Brown. Oh, and I did I did have a um, the I admit, drama in Steel City. I, yes, and I admit I did have a bad take on that topic. Um, I just wanted to clarify what I said about um, Coach Tomlin. I, I didn't I didn't mean to um, say he was resolved from any issues with Antonio Brown. Right. Obviously, he he has condoned the behavior, and he should have uh, disciplined him from that uh, Facebook yeah. live um, video when, right. they, when they was having a players' own meeting, and he yeah. um, took a video and, and, and did a live video shoot. It was promotion for his Facebook mm-hmm. ind- endorsement, but that's that's bad business, man. You don't you don't do that either. You should have traded him that time, right. or just sat him out that game, and to to make a to make an example because now. You just you just gave him all access to doing anything he wants. Now. Exactly. Now he feels like he's got free exactly. reign. And uh, yeah, you're right. They should have nipped it in the bud. They should have said, "Yo, nobody's above the team. That's it. Exactly. Point blank. That's it." Now, you now when you don't say nothing yeah. to him, like wh- why are you gonna say something to me now? Exactly. So exactly. yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah. You're right about that. I just definitely to right clarify about that, that yeah. man. So now. Yeah, so let's jump into the, uh, a lot of the big things happened yesterday. A lot of coaching mm-hmm. vacancies got filled out. Any anyone that you're surprised about or excited about as far as the possibilities of of the team if they're going in the right direction? Um, the the the, the vacancy for the um, for the Cardinals. Oh, um, the college coach, um, Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I really. I really dig that move. Hmm. You know, it, it seems like they went more with him because of his personality, and like looking at his background at Texas Tech, you couldn't like he couldn't even win with yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and his numbers he, definitely don't justify and he kicked, it. And he wound up having uh, Baker Mayfield leaving I know. his uh, college. So it's like, what really has has he really done He's, to earn that position? So, uh, the only thing that 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 literally I really think they looked at is that he's attached to Patrick Mahomes. But but it wasn't in a good it wasn't in a good setting. <laughs> I know I know, it but wasn't I feel in like I feel like they, uh, they was losing. Yeah, I th- I think a lot of teams are. I'm not trying to say that they're trying to be too cute because they're just trying something different. But it's not really different because everybody thinks they're gonna find the next Sean McVay. Sean McVay, yeah, that's that's Kiff Kingsbury, fits the mold perfectly. Yeah, the looks. young guy. Good Late thirties, good-looking guy, yeah. got the nice hair. Yeah. You know, offensive-minded. It's mm. just, I, 
everybody wants to it's just everybody yeah. wants to do the same thing okay, everybody's trying coach. to hit the that's, same that's, what, that's, that's the what it thing comes down to we're gonna find out about the x's we're gonna find out and then um the, another coaching move that kind of shook my that, that kind of made me stretch my head was adam gaze with the jazz i didn't i didn't really like that move i don't get it either like they saw him firsthand they was in the same division exactly right exactly. like what did and he do not, in miami he did nothing all he did was Get people um, traded. Right. You know what I mean? He traded. He traded Jay Ajayi. Didn't didn't work well with him. Traded. Um, traded uh, Soup. Dominic Soup. Yeah. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. The list yeah. goes on. On man. and on and on. And then he handles he handles the media terribly. And this is the media capital in New York. Yeah. So we're gonna definitely have some some fun takes with him next year. Were you surprised that? Even were you surprised that they didn't go after Mark McCarthy because he had I'm, pretty much intentionally said in the media, put I, it out there I, that I, I the surprised. only team he was interested in was the Jets. Well, the only team he was interested in, in the Jets is the only one that he could get. <laughs> <laughs> so of course he's gonna say that. But, yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm just surprised that he didn't get it. I thought he was gonna get it, but I guess they just wanted to move in. in a, I can't really say in a new direction because, like, you're not getting anything new with with, with Adam Gase either. It seems like all the teams with the young quarterbacks are trying to go with the young offensive coaches. That's what it seems like yeah, to and me. Then, and then, like, what what coaches did he develop, Adam Gase? Not really. Yeah. I mean, Tannehill had a decent record with him, but if you really break it down, like, people, like, throw numbers a lot, but you got to – like, if you really want to go more in depth, look at the teams that Tannehill's actually beaten, and it's nobody, like, of, like, anybody credibility. Like, he's stacked his record against kind of, like, mediocre I mean, he beat, teams. They beat, they beat the Patriots I mean, a couple times. A couple times. But the it. AFC East is so whack. Like, right, I can right, right. I can, I can rock around. I can rack up a bunch of Ws just mm. with a mediocre team yeah, in that yeah, division. Yeah. You Absolutely. know? Absolutely. And then he got he, – he really got the job because of being attached to Peyton Manning and being off the coordinator for the Colts. Yeah. But you, you can't really get any credit for that because Peyton Manning is Peyton Manning. He's a genius. He exactly. Really, he don't even need a damn like people, I can't <laughs> believe people are really hyping this Peyton Manning stuff up. Like, yo, Peyton Manning was his own offensive coordinator. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, for me to he, attach he his wagon to that, it's crazy. Right. I, I don't understand that, man. Now, the move uh, that I really do like was the Cardinals getting Bruce Arians. I, I think like I think I that like was a no, no, you mean great, the Bucks. You mean the Bucks. I, the Bucks, Tampa Bay. Yeah, he was yeah. the Cardinal ex Cardinals yeah, yeah. coach. Um I love it. I think it's a great fit. I think it's the only way that you know we're gonna get to see if Jameis Winston really has it. This is the best coach I mean that they've paired with Jameis Winston so far because it's pretty much his skill set. Like he right. wants to push the ball and that's Arians philosophy. He wants right. to push the ball down the field. Except he's going to give Jameis an opportunity to make a couple easier throws. Yeah, the the, the thing is, can Jameis stay on the field? Because like he's a head case off the field. Right. So can he keep his head on straight? That's that's the question. Well, I think they they, they definitely went Bruce Arians because they definitely want Jameis Winston to to be the quarterback for that team. But that's what I'm saying. Can you really trust? Oh, James? I couldn't. I would never be able so, to. So I, I think the manager. I think the organization should have gave. Uh, Bruce Harrison the the liberty to choose his own quarterback because who knows he might not trust he might not trust Jameson well, actually deep, deep down inside in the in the in the in the past Bruce Arians has spoken highly of Jameis Winston and I mean granted if he wanted if he didn't want Jameis Winston I'm pretty sure they probably w- would have worked with him mm-hmm. but I think one of the reasons why they did get Bruce Arians is because they wanted 
James Winston to be the quarterback. I'm not sure if they would have went in another direction if the coach wasn't really feeling James okay. Winston as a quarterback. So I'm, I, I think that's, I think of all the the coaches, that's probably the best marriage on paper. I think, I think for me, the best marriage on paper is the Cleveland Browns um, <sighs> selected Freddie. Uh, What's his name? Freddie Kitchen. I'm so mad I forgot yeah, about that yeah. one. Yeah, that, that's that's a that's an awesome pairing right there. Like why? Yeah. He's so familiar with with Baker. Baker's familiar with him. Just just give us somebody in house that that liberty to run a team. I think it's yeah. it's going it's going to shape well for um, Baker's growth in the NFL. However, I just feel bad for Greg Williams, man. Yeah. I wish he was staying on board, yeah. but he believes deep down inside he's a, he's, um, a head he's a head coach. Yeah. But I think he's going to end up on another team. Yeah. As a defensive coordinator, agreed. And I, I heard rumblings that it may be the New York Jets. Oh, with uh, Adam Gase. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. would be a good look for for the for the Jets. He's a he's yeah, a good yeah. defensive coordinator. So, he's a good coach. So my, my question is, if if the Jets play the Browns this this uh, year, if Baker scores, you think he's going to stay down? Oh, um, Greg Williams, like he did Hugh Jackson. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard much beef with with Greg Williams but, and but Baker. Remember, but but remember what Baker said: if you're not in, if you're in, not in, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, camp, you're against yeah, us. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he yeah. definitely yeah. definitely stared him that, down. That, that'd be something. To look yeah, that's Baker's style. So yeah, yeah. that that's a great point. Why screw it up? Yeah, it worked as soon as they got rid of Hugh Jackson. The, the 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 chemistry with with kitchens and the offense and Baker Greg they, Williams, but I wish she could have stayed too on board. Yeah, I, I, I just don't think he would have taken the demotion to the defensive coordinator. Yeah, you know, so right, I think that was true. something they probably. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they they definitely try to keep him in house. Yeah, but, yeah. But with just, Baker as a quarterback, I, I don't I don't I, I definitely understand dude. why they went offensive minded. And speaking that's of, the team on the come. Speaking of fantasy, that's one of the that's that's gonna be my quarterback. One I'm in on year. him. I'm in on him. I'm in on I'm Baker. I think I think he's potentially potentially a top five quarterback in fantasy. Yes. 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 Easily, easily behind like Andrew Love, Patrick Mahomes. You still can add Breeze. Yeah, up you got you got you got um, Watson. Watson. But you still got to add Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, he's still there. He's still there. I mean, as bad, it's crazy because, you know, we, and fantasy-wise, we talk about Aaron Rodgers had a bad year. But statistically, the men still had 28 touchdowns and two interceptions. And on a bum knee, I mean, that's super efficient. And on a bum knee. On a bum knee. So it's like people forget that he was hurt. Right. He was hurt back in week one. And that kind of dampened his stats a lot, too, because, like, he wasn't really efficient because um, he was trying to get used to the knee brace. And now, as a former. A former Packers fan. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. I, I want some some insight because I, I I'm I'm more of a, like an observer for the Packers. Like I, I don't really know them too well. How do you feel about that coaching hire? Like if you was still a Packers fan, how would you feel about the Lafleur hire for the um, the Packers? Because I, I really didn't really know much about him aside I, yeah, from really, being I, the like, offensive coordinator for the Titans. Yeah, and that's another thing too. I really didn't know too much about him myself. I just know that he was the offensive coordinator for the Titans. Yeah. And the but Titans the, didn't really score. Right, that's points. my. I'm 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 so, scratching my head because I'm just like, well, what was appealing about the Titans' offense? Right. So I guess a lot of the uh, the top aficionados they were saying that he's he's a he's a football genius. Oh like, really? Yeah, and and he he doesn't back down from anybody. He's going to be the one to stand up to um, Aaron Rodgers and say it's my way or the highway. Oh, I had so, thought the opposite. I thought they. I was just like, well, nah, let's pick this guy because Aaron nah, Rodgers will be nah, able to do whatever nah, he wants. He's not a pushover. Oh, okay, okay. So he's definitely going to stand his ground. 
and um, we we're gonna see. It'll be interesting. I mean? I'd, I'd like to see the Packers back to you know running the type of offense where you know it's very fantasy related, fantasy friendly. Right, and I'm and I'm interested to in see if they still gonna utilize Devontae Adams the same way they did this year because like with a new regime comes new schemes. Right. So will they? Where they focus them like freaking ninety percent of the yeah. time on offense because Aaron didn't even look to Jimmy Graham's way. No, and I don't remember any second. Well, Geronimo came up, but he got hurt. He got hurt, and then they had the the, the two rookies, Scanlon and um, the Equinemius, yeah. St. Brown, and it all depends if they pair um, Devontae Adams with another receiver. I mean, he's going to take a slight dip. I mean, the guy was ridiculous this year. Yeah. I mean, I had him in two leagues, so right. I, I love him. I want him to. I want. Him, I want him to be the first receiver on mm-hmm. my board. He's going to be number one ranked in my in my rankings coming into 2019. But you never know. You just don't know the direction of what the offense is going to be. It might be more well balanced attack. So, so, so let's let, let's dive into some fantasy stuff for okay. next year. Okay. Okay. So. Let, let, let's let's take a look at some of the people who who got high volume and receptions mm-hmm. or, or or rushing. Mm-hmm. So we just talked about Devontae Adams maybe taking a dip in his in his statistical um, stats next year. Another person who I think may suffer that same um, dilemma is probably Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> you took the board. Yeah, I was I was yeah. after you said Devontae Adams. I was that was the player I was going to bring up. Yeah. I love the guy. He's my MVP of my team. He's the reason why I brought home the, the cash for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But the workload was super duper high. And it was as a result of Cam Newton's injury. Mm-hmm. Um, it coincided. As soon as the uptick of Chris McCaffrey's work was the decline of Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. And they already said it. They mm-hmm. already said, we're going to bring somebody in because... We don't want to give that type of workload to Chris McCaffrey. Now I'm no, I don't want his. And I, let me let me preface this. I don't want to scare anybody off of Christian McCaffrey. No. I still think he's a top five or six um, pick, pick yeah, going definitely. into next year. But do not. I just don't want people expecting the same year that right, he had right. this year. Like Gurley did not. Gurley was still a top three even with running backs. But it was he, there was a downtick from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Like I said, don't don't be like, oh my God, these guys are wild, and they say Christian McCaffrey's gonna be whack. No, I'm not saying that at no, all. I still think he's gonna be a stud, but I wouldn't go into next year picking him number one. No. So um, that's one. That's I think those are the number one receiver and number two running back that people are gonna be hot on for 2019, right. and then they're gonna make take a slight dip, maybe 10, 15 percent. Of what they produced in 2018. Okay, and a play I want to discuss who I think is going to take a. He had a great season this year, but I think his stats is going to go up mm-hmm. because of players who are going to be coming back on that team. Yeah. And I'm going to say DeAndre Hopkins because he 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 fulfilled that number that number one receiver role with, without when any nobody with nobody there. So now he's going to have Will Fuller's coming Will back. Will Fuller's going to be back. Now you're going to have um, Kiki look good. Kiki looks last great. week. Yeah. And you're also going to have. Um, Thomas, Demarius Thomas for a full oh, season. I, yo, I forgot he tore his Achilles. Right, yeah, right, right. So he's gonna be back for a full season, hopefully in the middle part of the season. Yeah, and I imagine they're gonna do something with that offensive line too. Right, right, right. That's a good call. I like that yeah, call. Yeah. Um, the one guy. All right, so now I'm, you go. You, your guy who who well, you expect to upside. upside. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm, I'm gonna keep pounding this from now through the summer. I'm all in on Ezekiel Elliott. Ooh, I'm all in great. on that. I am all in on that train. I think he's going to be the number one p- 
player in fantasy in 2019. I agree I, with that. I second that motion. Yeah, I, his, I, his workload is... People are just like, wait, Zeke was like the number three running back. Yeah, yeah, he was. I think he will be the number one player in fantasy next year. Right. They unlocked something in Zeke that a lot of people didn't even think he had. But mm-hmm. that's because they didn't give him the ability to catch the ball. Yep. And now, now he had he has that he has yeah. that dimension to his yeah. game now. Well, and he had it. They he just, had it. The offensive coordinator they yeah. didn't then utilize yeah. it. <laughs> and then this year his touchdown totals was down. So I think they're gonna take a leap up. Yeah. And I think that's gonna push him above. I'm all in on Zeke. That's my guy who going into 2019. I'm yeah. all over. If I get the number yeah. one pick, I'm not even messing around. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I messed up in my league this past year. Yeah. I had the second pick. I had the. What I was preaching to you going into the season, to the fantasy league, what I was saying, I want Zeke. Zeke I'm gonna get Zeke. And what I, I did, know. I did the you pick Bell. Did and, the I did the, move. and I did the same thing. I did the same nah, exact but, thing. But the only, the only, the only difference is, I don't know if you. I, I'm playing in the keepers league now. Oh, okay. So now, I, I know the person. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know the person who picked Zeke is gonna, gonna keep, keep him. him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now I can't. I don't. I'm not, I don't even have a chance to even get Zeke this yeah. year. Well, if anybody's in a redraft league. Then Zeke is the guy to target in my eyes. He's the he's the guy. Any sleepers going coming into next year? Um, I always keep talking about him, Darius Geis, man. I think he's going to have a bounce and, back. And here. it's a good thing that you keep talking about him because I keep forgetting about him. Yeah, so yeah. so, and he he was just hurt so early right. in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. People forget. There's about a reason him. why people forget about him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's going to have a great year, bearing that. I don't what I don't know what the, the what they're gonna do with Adrian Peterson. I don't think they'll bring him back. I don't think okay. they bring him back. I think it was a one year deal, and, it was, and he filled the gap yes. perfectly for them. Yeah. But we, as we, you can see, with the workload they gave him, so the, the, the work is there. Of, so speaking of decline, you think he's gonna? You don't think he's gonna have a repeated season like that this year? Well, it's no. tough. I don't. It's tough. I mean, he didn't get really signed until the last minute, and. Yeah. I, it's just tough with running backs nowadays. It's just like well, I think they might bring them. I think they might bring them back. You think so? Like you never know if Gar- if uh, Darius Geis may have a setback. And yeah. I, I, I haven't heard any updates if he's improving and his, if his rehab went well. Mm-hmm. But um, it's all about the all, to me. It's all about the almighty dollar. If the, if right, he's right, cheap right. enough, they're, they're not, I, I can see them bringing him back. Snyder, he, he likes yeah. to spend money anyway. So. Right. He's gonna. <laughs> yeah. If, if you could bring Forster on your team, you, you definitely should just keep Peterson. <laughs> yeah. So. No, definitely. I agree, one hundred percent. I think my sleeper going into next year, depending on it, all depends on roster construction. If they keep the things the way they are now, uh-huh. I like the running back from the Jets, McGuire. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like him yeah. a lot. If they give him, him a chance yeah. to be the guy, I think he. Listen. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be Zeke or all those guys. <laughs> I am just saying as a sleeper, yeah. he has a chance to be a solid RB2 yeah. in fantasy. But, but um, that, that, that's true. Yeah. But you just never know. They may bring in L. Right. L. right. But I don't think, I don't think based off guys, um, Adam Gase's track record, I don't think Bell will even say the Jets anymore now. Yeah. I think if they got McCarthy, I think yeah, because I think he would have a more like let's run it and like kind of like limit our second year quarterbacks right. attempts. But I think Gase is going to dial it up a lot. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did hear, speaking of the Jets, I'm not sure if you heard it, but I heard because we already talked about the man. Let's talk about AB. Let's get back into AB again. I heard something about the fact about the Jets potentially trading for Antonio Brown. 
I mean, this, this, the coaching, the coaching signing changes everything for me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he, Antonio Brown really doesn't have a say where he goes. Is really up to the organization, right? Because they they got yeah, him on, on, exactly. on contract, on the contract, so, right? Yeah, I, I, I guess it makes sense, you know. I guess it makes sense, but like, I just didn't, I just didn't see. I don't know. I just didn't see him going there. But like they, but but the Jets do have the money. Yeah, they got but, about a hundred million dollars. But the only in the thing cap is, they, they really don't take risks. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't remember the last time they signed a big time free agent. Well, made a trade for for anybody. I th- no, yeah, but I, I know I won't. I don't think they traded for him, but they did sign Santonio Holmes. But he was oh, already yeah, on the downside yeah. of his career. But that's the thing. They always get players on their downside. Downside, yeah. They like the Knicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the perfect, perfect <laughs> analogy. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to sign you for four years, even though damn well we know you only got one year every, left in every, the tank. Every, every washed-up legend went there. Tracy yep. McGrady went yep. there. Yep, <laughs> Terrible. Penny Hardaway yep. went there, the downside of his yep. career. I remember uh, even before that when they got Antonio McDice. He was another right, one. Right, Terrible. Right yeah, tore his knee up. And then they signed him for like four years. Yeah, it's crazy. So it, I can't – I can't – I can only – I can only say based on what they track record, no, I don't think I don't think the Steelers would make that move unless the Jets smart up and just offer like a, a first round pick and and a fifth for you know what I mean. And uh, they, the Jets do have it and they right. do have the money, so you know you can't really put it past them. I agree. I mean, and that's what that's why I, football has now become a year round sport. Like you see the potential of what's going to happen. Um, after once the Super Bowl is over, like we're, it's full on. Like yo, there's free agents to be had. Let Bell still out there. Mm-hmm. The, the coaching, like it's just so much going on. Then we talk about. It. That's why football has now become a year-round sport. Right, right. More or less like basketball. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, so. speaking of basketball, I, 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 I've been not uh, been catching some games now that there's less and less football on the t- on TV. Mm-hmm. I've been catching more games, and it's starting to the, the league starting to, to, to shape shape um, take form. You see the East has like the, the top five teams is pretty much separating themselves. Right, right. The West, um, there's it's still a little bit more convoluted in the West. I mean, aside for the Denver and the Warriors, but besides those top two teams, I think between um, there's only like two games separating the third seed and the and, and A seed. Right, so, right. It's, it, but we're about halfway through the league. I, I, I took a look at the at the, um, the standings and. Some teams are already at their forty game mark, so I can't believe it. Man, the the the, the season flew by, man. Um, Any quick takes um, on, the, on on the NBA? Now that we you know we, we we're diving into that territory, I'm just I'm just impressed with the with the streak that James Harden is on, man. Yeah, he's been he just playing out of his mind, man. out of his mind. He's playing phenomenal. Um, I'm impressed with um, Kyle Kuzma putting up that forty one points. Oh, yesterday. last night, yeah, last night, man. yeah, the I'm, Lakers I'm balled out. Yeah, he's really. Um, he, he's really morphed into that second fiddle role behind LeBron James. Yeah, and I, th- I guess he put. I think he put everything to bed with where, with the debate who was the second best player behind LeBron. I think. Yeah, he yeah as far as like Lonzo and all those, Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Yeah, he he separated himself from the pack. Yeah, and I think he proved it last year too, and he's just continuing it. I think this year was. Yeah. I, I think this year he just proved it a lot more because it was still a, a ongoing debate whether it was Brandon Ingram or Kyle Kuzma, right? Lonzo. And, Really, Lonzo wasn't really—he wasn't really in that in yeah. that number two tier spot. But I think it was down to those two players, and I think Kuzma yeah. just separated himself. I think he has more dog in him 
than Brandon Ingram. Oh, definitely. You know I think I mean? Ingram doesn't have much dog in him at all. Nah, he's, yeah. he's so he, he could play, but yeah, he got game. He got game. He's, he's so he's so lasting yeah. out there. You know, yeah, what he's mean? like one of those. You know who he reminds me of? Andrew Wiggins. Right, right, like like those type of guys. I think he like, got more. I think he got more. I think he got more fire in him than Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, but, but I was just uh, not as far as his actual game. But, but those either, guys, right? the type of guys where like you just don't even know they're on the floor. Like right, they're just right. so quiet. Like mm-hmm. their game is just like they just. You just like yo, and all of a sudden you be like, oh wait, he, he scored eighteen. How did he score exactly, eighteen points? Exactly. Yeah. He, he definitely have a lot of those nights, man. I, I agree with you on that one. Well, while you gave a shout-out to The Beard over in Houston, I got to give a huge shout-out to the Greek freak in yes. uh, Milwaukee. He's he's playing right like that right now. And, yeah, James Harden's balled out the last probably two weeks, and it's brought the, the discussion of, of MVP. Who, MVP. I still think the Greek freak's number one. Uh, okay, he's... Yeah. Ridiculous. And did you it's see the set line he had? Yeah, it was crazy. Rebounds, Twenty-one points. He's crazy right now. Crazy. Um, I'm I'm starting to get excited. Um, yeah. I'm, 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 start, I'm starting to get that NBA itch. And since and since we're talking about the East, man, I want to give a huge salute to Joel Embiid, man. He's really oh yeah balling right now. Yeah, because we talked about it um a couple weeks ago how he they, him and Jimmy Butler wasn't on the same page. And now Jimmy's not on the same page yeah, with, the, with, with the management right and the coach. With the coach yeah. It's it's just crazy, he's man. Just it's just like man, he's he's just drama everywhere he goes. Like you really can't say it's other people. If you keep having these instances occur everywhere you go, it's you. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, you know after I mean? a certain point, you gotta point the the, the only finger to point at is at yourself. And then he he attaches this winning pedigree on himself, but he hasn't won anything. Nothing, Nathan. Like did. Did he even get to the? He did get to the Eastern Conference Finals, right? With the Bulls? Uh, I think the one time with uh, with Derrick Rose, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And LeBron just sent him home. Once yeah, again. The, when he was at the Cavs, <laughs> of course. Um, Come on, man. I'm not gonna go, let this podcast end without giving you some acknowledgement because you've been behind this team and behind this player, and um, it's been long enough, like where they've been playing well, where I, I gotta give them their just dues. Uh, one of our local teams, the Brooklyn Nets, has been. <laughs> They've been really playing really good ball right now, yeah. and you've been on hot on this team. And I was, I was, I wasn't a believer because D'Angelo Russell was one of those guys to me that I just his game to me was just I just I wasn't a fan of. Me too. I never, I never, yeah. li- I never liked this game, but now I'm, I'm starting, I'm starting to like him ever yeah. since he came with the Brooklyn Nets. He's he's morphed into a team player. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I didn't like his game because when he was in L.A. and when he first got to Brooklyn. He was such a high volume shooter. His, yes. Yeah, and it's like, and if you look down at the analytics, like his per was crazy low as far as like the the, the times he had the ball. Um, but they're playing good team ball right now, and they're actually fun to watch. Right, and 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 right now they are playoff contention. Yeah, I think, they, I think they're about like the AFC right now. Seven or eight. When seven I, eight. Last time I checked this morning, I think there were seven or eight. So with that being said, Coach Atkins need to be um, considered for Coach of the Year. Yeah, you know agreed. I mean? Agreed. I, I really don't. See, I really don't see why he shouldn't get any attention in that area. I, th- I think he. I think he's that that award should go to him right now. Man. I mean, you. Can, I, I think. I think right now there might be one game under 500, but you got to consider the fact that after Levert got hurt, right. they I lost thought, seven games in a row. Yeah, and I thought I thought it was over. I thought, I thought it was, was and over. that's what and, and and I remember a couple games. It was maybe a week after Levert got hurt. You were just like, yo, check out the Nets. They're playing good, and I'm just like, 
don't know. And I wasn't just uh, just in denial about if D'Angelo Russell would be able to sustain this mm-hmm. play. But it's just not him. It's, it's, it's everybody. Dinwiddie's balling. Um, Allen is Allen. Josh Allen's Josh balling. Allen. Yeah, Jar- 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 Jared, Jared Allen. Allen. Um, sorry, they're talking about yeah, the no, football uh, Buffalo Joe, Bills. Joe but Harris. Yeah, they're they're just they're playing really good the team ball. Like you said, on, Atkins yeah. is definitely in consideration for for coach of the year. He's yeah, done a, a really good job. We definitely got to make it out to a game this year. Oh man. yeah, Just no doubt. Cuz I would much 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 rather pay my support to the Brooklyn Nets yeah. and the product they put out than the other team in Manhattan. Yeah. Please don't the- get me started with that. <laughs> But um, the Nets have been winning me a lot of money this year, so that's why I just try okay. to keep a lot of praise. Ride them. You know what I mean? Ride, keep betting against the Sixers. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 I, and, and, and you know what? I, I just went against my, my philosophy yesterday. That's what burnt me That's what burnt me yesterday. No, don't tell me you bet on the Sixers. I bet on the Sixers oh, on the road against the Wizards. That's one of your cardinal rules. Don't exactly. bet on the Sixers exactly. on the road. I should be smacking myself. Podcast listeners, that's he told you guys. Yeah, he's just he's just letting you guys know. He tested the waters, and it's still the water's still cold. Do not bet the Sixers on the road. Yeah, the only reason why I went against my word is because I forgot that the 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 Wizards play better without John Wall. Oh, right. So yes, right. That's right. So it was one almost where those two things collided against each other. Right, right. But hey, you live and you learn, man. It was a coaching opportunity. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And all, another quick shout out before we leave, um, before we head off, um, the Spurs. Spurs have been playing some good ball. Yeah, they they burned me last week oh. on the ticket <laughs> when when, um, when Kawhi Leonard came back. Oh so yeah, because they they put the smackdown on on the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why I'm kind of little little bitter with the Spurs. Yeah, that little attitude with them. Yeah, but like I said, I'm getting we got the itch. The NFL's winding down. NBA's heating up. Yes. We'll yes. Still, so we'll start diving in more into the NBA. Yeah. And we'll, Talk a little about the college ball too. Definitely, definitely. But I gotta start watching some games. Yeah, man. like I'm, I'm really. Yeah, I admitted to you today that I haven't watched too much college ball before, yet. Before we head out, man, I want everybody to pay attention to um, St. John's, man. My boy put me on this team, and, and they've just been hot ever since, man. Fifteen and one. Fifteen and one. They, yeah. they, they lost a, they lost a tough one against Villanova. Yeah, that was a tough one. Yeah, that was a tough one. But, that was um, a tough one. But Villanova's, a, I mean. Villanova's Villanova. They've proven themselves. Right, that's man. a worthy opponent. And that's not a bad loss to have on your record. Definitely. I think they're, they're right now like 14 or 15 and 1. They just creeped into the top 25. Well, they was already, when they played when they play Villanova, they're 24. Yeah, but um, they just, like, it took forever for them to, I think they didn't get into the top 25 until they were like 13 and 0. Yeah, exactly. So they're starting they to get, make a little bit yeah. more um, headlines. They're about to dive into conference play. And I, I've always been a St. John's fan. And, I, and I'm, I'm happy that Mullen was able to turn him around. Finally, yeah. I'm so, happy, I'm happy yeah, I'm definitely, that's my, that's the local team. Run that I'm, TMC. I'm, I'm, yeah, run TMC. <laughs> Look, shout out to the old Warriors. But, um, right. yeah, that's, no, that's, a good, that's a good call. Yeah, man. But uh, we're we, we going to leave you with that, with, the, with, the, with that information there, man. And we'll be back next week, yo. Yeah, we gave you the picks last week. We gave you the picks this week. We're here to help everybody make money. Quick hits out. Peace. Yo, this is a, uh, another Quick Hits podcast with your boy Zoe. And your boy Pablo. What up, what up? 
What up, what up, what up, what up? Yo, this is uh, NFL playoff week right here. Yes, Championship right. week, man. Divisional round. Divisional rounds, man. A lot of money is on the line here, baby. Yeah. So um, we, we just going to we gonna get it started with some of these games starting up on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So um, we got the um, Colts and Chiefs game, man. Yeah, and um, I mean, honestly, I think... I- I think the, that's the game of the week. I think um, it's the highest line. I think it's 57 and a half, and right. I think it's the two most potent offenses, I mean, aside from the Saints, left in the, in the in, uh, at least in the AFC. Right. I, I think it has the potential to go over. I think the, um, the over is like 56, I believe. 57, I checked today, and it's uh, 57 and a half, and I think you're, the smart bet's the over if you're going to bet the, the total I'm for taking, the game. I'm taking an over for that game, so my quick lock of the day, I'm starting right off with, with that with that segment. Um, my quick lock of the day is the um, Colts. Really? The points. The minus five and a half. Yeah, right now, the um, as of today, they're getting five and a half. Um, it's at Kansas City. Um, I, I, I've i been struggling with this one because a lot of people are jumping on the Colts bandwagon. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of like... The money line's too. It's it's not just not good no, enough no, to I'm, bet. No, no, so no, I, I yeah. think I'm I'm with you. I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet the the Colts um to cover the five and a half. But I do have the Chiefs coming out with the W today. Okay. Nah, nah. That that makes sense. The only reason why I'm, I had a lot of uh, trepidation picking the uh, the Chiefs is because of Andy Reid's track record. Yeah. And besides, this is. Uh, Patrick, this is Patrick Mahomes' first go around in the playoffs, so who knows how he's going to react to to the playoff system, to the you know to the playoffs. I agree because a lot of the new faces in the playoffs haven't fared well. Look at Lamar Jackson right. last week, terrible. Look like a daring headlight. <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> so the only thing that I would have to say in argument for the Chiefs is um, the Colts' defensive approach. Um, they're going to try. They're going to they're going to give the the Chiefs a lot of different looks, mostly zone. And um, they're gonna try to to prevent the big plays, and they're gonna try to keep everything in front of them. But I still think, I think Mahomes is just gonna just gonna surgically come them apart. And I think ultimately they're gonna come out with a W. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's it's probably gonna be like maybe one of those three point games. See, uh, see, I feel the the way to beat the Chiefs, New England proved that. I think mm-hmm. it back in week six or five. Right, right, right. To 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 hold possession. Right, hold the possession. Ball. Yeah. And I think with Marlon Mack, the way he played last week, he was the key to victory last week. I think they could, you know, have that pound, that grounded pound game with Marlon Mack. And I think he's going to have a, a great game against this Chiefs defense. Right. They haven't been able to stop anybody as of late. Oh, yeah, basically. No, yeah, that's that's a main fact. And I, that's a great point you're throwing out there with Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack's going to have a huge game. Unless, unless the Chiefs get down huge and then they can't really afford to run. But I don't really see that. Because like you said, I think they're going to play Ball control, right? The, I mean, that's literally the only way I, I see really beating the Chiefs is try to play ball control um, and just try to limit their positions. And um, going into that last week, they got saved because I forgot who they played, but it actually brought their average down. The Chiefs were going to be one of the ten worst run defenses in the history of the NFL. Right. So I do believe that are they going to get um, some yards put up against them, but I still think they're going to equal away 
with a W, but I do like the Colts to cover the five and a half. Yeah, that, that's going that's going to be a tough one. So, um, and that doubt, let's, let's move on to the uh, Dallas back to back weeks. Uh, Dallas gets a Saturday night game. Yeah, and um, back to back weeks, the um, the underdog again. So um, they're going into LA. Okay, and they're LA's giving the Cowboys seven points. I'm taking the points with the Cowboys. I'm rolling with and, you again. I'm and, rolling with you again. And I, I, I think, I think like like what you said about the Chiefs. Um, I, I think I think that goes the same way with the um, with the Rams the Cowboys, with the same game, with, the same approach, with the right? Same approach, right. yeah. I think I think the, the the Rams will do enough to win the game, but I think the Cowboys will um, will muster enough points to keep it close. Agreed. Zeke is going to be. They're going to feed the monster. They're going to feed the monster. That's the only way you could really beat this is, is, is running, try right. to keep them off the field. Yeah. Because what they do best is is what the Cowboys have in their weaknesses that play action. Yeah. And I, I think I think um, Jared Groff is, is gonna is gonna make enough plays to win the game. I still don't trust. So Dak. You, you have the you do you think the Rams are gonna win? Right, but, but, but the Cowboys this, will this, cover the spread. That, okay, that, that, that seven okay. point spread. I think we're in lockstep on this one too. Yeah. Um, the one thing that the the one thing about the Cowboys, listen. While I do think the Rams are gonna win, I would not be surprised if the Cowboys did end up with a W. Because the Cowboys' defense is legit. Like they're gonna, um, right. they're gonna do their best to stuff Gurley. Without Gurley, that play action goes away. And right. then Goff is not one of those quarterbacks see, that does good under see, pressure. See, the only reason why I lean towards the Rams is because a lot of the Dallas Cowboy wide receivers are hurt. You got Cole Beasley. Dun- uh, yeah, he, he hurt his ankle. He hurt yeah. his ankle. Allen Hearns is out. Done for, done for the year. Who knows if you could trust um, Dak and and, and Gall and um, right. what's what's my man name? Uh, Michael Gallup. Ma- Ma- there you go, yeah. Michael Gallup to, to connect. Right. Every every week it seems like Dak is overthrowing it. Right. Is overthrowing the kid. I think it's probably like one game he had. Before, I think in that Giants game he had a great game, but other than that he he's really hasn't connected and, and got a great rapport yeah. with Gallup. The, and that's dangerous because they're gonna they're gonna put Talib on on um, Amari Cooper. But that's what that's what I'm yeah. saying. So he has to have a, a big game, and I, I just don't I just don't trust that that connection just yet yeah. to bring them to victory. And the only way they could win is if, if Zeke just catches the ball he right. has over like 200 yards right. at the scrimmage uh, not over 200 yards but at least at least 170 close, close to it both passing uh, he had he had close to 200 like the last game yeah exactly if he if he had that same type of um impact on the game as he did against Seattle they they, they have a great chance of winning but I just, I just don't. I don't yeah, know. they would I, really I, have to yeah. really dominate the time of possession. Like I'm talking about, like 40, 40, right. like 40, 20. And and that cannot, he cannot fumble the ball because he's been having no. like fumble problems right. <laughs> throughout the whole playoffs. Right. We just need Dallas yeah, to stay yeah. within that seven. Right. Yeah. It's just stay within seven. seven. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I, I think you're safe with that. I think um, just because. The D- Dallas is not they're, they're, they're not interested in getting into a shootout right. regardless of the no. fact they're not going to deviate from up. running to the ball yeah, so I, think, I think that's up. what keeps our bet safe right. for Saturday night so we got both dogs Right on Saturday. Right. So now let's sleep into Sunday. So that's what, what first, you want to uh, dive into the first game, the Patriots game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, We're cool, gonna do the cool, first cool. game on first so, game on the docket. I'm, I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the Chargers in this game. Right. I, I'm and, with and, you. And I'm taking them on the money line. Too. Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> my man, I'm on them. I'm on them with the money line. I'm all the way through with the Chargers. Yo, know, the Patriots. I, just, I mean, unless 
unless they go back to the old Patriots, but we just haven't seen it this year. Right, and the only the only um, the only cause of concern in, in, in this game is Philip Rivers and the Chargers never beat no. the New England Patriots. No. They're actually 0 and seven going into this yeah. in, into this matchup against that team. But um, you got to think about the way New England has looked this year. They haven't looked the same no. right now. You know, Gronk is still not healthy. No. Sony Michelle starting to get back in form. Yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't been. He's but it's a, weird the way they handle their running backs sometimes. It's yeah. just like, yo, he might get t- t- 10 carries in the first half and then two in the second right. half. It's so just weird. James, James White might yeah. make a show. James you know? White might might do his thing. But the one other, other thing that, I mean, he, they say he's good, but I mean, Melly Mel, he's running on two two sprain M, uh, MCLs. So oh yeah, yeah. So but they got plenty of talent. And I mean, as you can see, when Mel went out, they had Justin Jackson. They still got right. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler's one hundred percent. So yeah. I think the the Chargers got a lot of firepower. They got Keenan Allen. They got Mike right. Williams. They got Tyrell Williams. Both the Williams brothers. Um, I, I think I think I, I think. Potentially a boring game, to be honest with you. I think the Chargers pretty much handle it. So you think you think that you think that game is going to go under? The, the, uh, yeah, the that's that's the game's the under. I think both teams will be conservative and will not have a lot of. It won't be a high octane type of offenses for either of them. I think both of them are good running a, a limited amount of plays. Yeah, I, I agree with that approach too. I, I don't I don't see that game really going over. No, I think I think uh, the Chargers defense contain Brady. And he just goes into the dick and dunk type of. Yeah, well, uh, that's just been that's just been his yeah, mo all all year. Yeah, yeah, and then they they really don't have any top threats. Top on the, threat on, the, on, on, on the outside, the, no, they have nothing. Um, with the loss of Josh Gordon, that, right. that kills that that kills that threat. Yeah, <laughs> and then all they have is Edelman and um, maybe Chris Hogan. <laughs> he shows up. He shows up here and there, but it's so it's just so random. It's, it's, exactly. it's just, it's, I mean. Tom Brady's always been the type of guy who, who can do more with less, but he's older, and it's, right, it's right, just right. It's it's too not, much, it's too much, it's too much to ask for him. Yeah, exactly. So, for I, his age. so I'm, I'm going to go with the Chargers to beat the Patriots handedly. Money line. And now let's talk about Your boy. Showcase Game of the Week, back-to-back week. Let's go, birds. But this time I, I am a little bit more nervous this week, mm-hmm. so let's dive into this one a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so I am going to take – Hmm. It's a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough one. So, you know what? I- I'm going to take. Wow. Th- th- this is a tough, this this is a tough, tough game one. because this like, a tough I, want, I want to take Philly with the points. It, it's, but... it, it, let's, let's tell everybody that um, the Eagles are getting getting eight points right now they in get, New Orleans. They're getting yeah. eight points. It's a lot. It's a lot of wood, but. I still don't think New Orleans is going to blow them out. I think it's going to be a close game. I, I can. S- this I is mean, a tough I one. Mean, this if, is a tough one to me. I mean, if if it was any any blowout game on on the card for four four, um, four games, mm-hmm. I think the um, the Saints this, game the potential has the potential to become a blowout. Right. Yeah. Um, the the one good the on paper, if you look at it on paper, it's actually a really decent matchup because the the, our, the Eagles' strengths are the New Orleans' weaknesses and yeah. the Eagles' weaknesses. Are actually feed into the New Orleans strengths. The Eagles cannot run the ball to save their lives. Right. And the, and the Saints have a legit run-stuffing defense. Right. Uh, I still believe the, the, the Saints finished the year as a bottom four pass defense. Mm-hmm. And all the Eagles and Nick Foles do is throw the ball down the field. Right. So I do feel that in that aspect, it's an even matchup. 
But what scares me is that that Mercedes dome and Drew Brees that, but, but, is legit in the dome. That's true too. But what scares me on the on the uh, Philly side is their D backs, man. They, yeah. Their defensive backs. They yeah. give up. They give up like twenty plus yards in the air. Yeah. I mean, well, and they we, gave it up to Trubisky. Yeah. One fifty. They gave up one fifty to Allen Robinson. Right. So I'm scared to see what Michael Thomas is going to do. That's to what us. I'm yeah. saying, man. So that's a, that's one of the, that's one of the reasons why I may lean towards, man. I, I still need a couple of days to think Yeah, about this I, game, my heart man. won't let me decide this one. Yeah. My heart won't. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't, I'm torn I, on this one. Yeah. I'm so this, this. I mean, I. What if somebody wanted to put a parlay in? You may maybe you want to just want to bet the over because the over right now is is 51, and I think that's definitely going over. Honestly, man, I would try to tease that. I would try to tease. Tease it, it up. No, tease it down for New Orleans. For New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Put it. Put it down maybe down to, to like to one. <laughs> Ooh, oh, okay, oh, okay. Almost like a pick'em game. Yeah. Almost like a pick'em game. Yeah. Which is definitely an option. Yeah. It's definitely an option. If you're not feeling any type of way, uh, bringing it down to one, teasing it down to one, is it's a solid option. Yeah, and then and then play the other side too if you got money like that. Yeah. Just tease it up. Yeah, tease it up. Yeah, yeah go with Eagles, Norland. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I don't Eagles, do yeah. my tickets, man. Yeah. Like when it's games like this, when I can't really decide, I, yeah. I gotta play both ways, man. Yeah. But I might, I may just stay away from this game. Cause yeah, I think I, I would I, too. I, I, I think I might play two separate tickets. Yeah. For the Saturday games and then for the Sunday games. Right. The Sunday game. I mean, the Saturday games. I feel confident about. Me too. But it's just that Philly New Orleans game. I just don't. It just don't sit well. With yeah, me, me neither. And as a Philly fan that scares me because I felt pretty confident that we could yeah. beat the Bears, but this week I, I, I mean it, it, they're the number one seed. They had the right. best record in the in the in the in the, in the league for a reason. So right, I mean right. there's not I mean there's a reason why I am nervous, but I'm here for the ride. So right, right. Nick Foles, Nick Foles, let's see how long that magic can last. Right. Um, it's already lasted one season. <laughs> Two weeks in, we're so good let, to go. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, what's up? Hypothetically speaking, they go they go in the Mercedes, and the Eagles get this victory, right? Okay, okay. I'm loving the word. We're starting with this scenario already. So, they go in and beat either Dallas or or the Rams. Okay. You're the GM of the Philly. Pablo's. A, okay. You're the GM. Okay. Are you bringing back Wentz? Nah, nah, no. I'm 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 calling. First of all, the NFL—they thirsty for quarterbacks. I'm calling all the teams and seeing. Oh yeah, what's you, up? You de- I'm, first of all, they'll probably start calling me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because exactly. um, I th- all right. So the options for Nick Foles, if they were to retain him for next year, is like a twenty point eight million dollar right, hit. That's crazy. Wentz is still on his rookie contract, so that's obviously appealing to for a lot of teams. Right. Um, I would, I wouldn't settle for anything less than a first rounder though. Okay. Um, I love Carson Wentz. I love his ability, but that's two years. Two he years just, in a row, he he, he can't hurts, finish man. the season. Exactly, he's, he's so injury yeah. Man. That I mean, there's got been guys that have started out their their um their careers injury prone, like Matt Stafford. Yeah, and eventually they you know they they kind of like write the write the ship and they put in some seasons that mm-hmm. are you know that the Pro Bowl type and but it's I a mean, risk I and mean, you have a proven product. I mean, in Nick Foles. So safe miss is if this if this uh, scenario does plays out. If you're the New York Giants and you call for Carson Wentz, oh, I mean they would be stupid <laughs> not to. They would be stupid not to. Oh, I just don't see. It's hard those divisional trades. It's. Yeah, I mean yeah. they only really do it like when the the players watch, like when the Eagles traded uh, McNabb to to the Redskins. Yeah, he was already true. washed. Yeah, you was. know what I mean. Yeah. So I mean, I I just. 
I wouldn't be able to sit false. I just wouldn't. You just can't. Yeah. You just can't. Um, and like, I, it's not a long term plan. Right, it's right. you try to you try to get what you can for Carson Wentz, which is ultimately a, at least a first rounder, and build from there. You you. I mean, the the, the false things maybe two three years, mm-hmm. and then you see what you can get um, in the draft. So even I. So if they if they do fail. And uh, to, to, if they if, if if the Eagles do lose this week, I think the the Giants or the Jags should be calling for Nick Foles' uh, services. I agree. This, this season, uh, well, next season. I agree. I agree. And there's a couple. I, I I did hear. I mean, this isn't a solid. It was more like somebody was just throwing it out there. Miami being interested in Carson Wentz as well. Is um. Tannehill? It's, it's, uh, Tannehill, he's, he's not going to be they're not gonna be retaining his Well, services. it depends because the Miami's one of the – we're about to dive into the subject. Like Miami's one of the few teams that haven't filled that, that coaching, co- vacancy. coaching vacancy. Okay. And it might be a new regime. You know, they might not want to start with Tannehill right. as their franchise guy. So gotcha. it all depends on who's going to get that job. Makes sense. But um, before we dive into that to that segment mm-hmm. about the coaching vacancies around the NFL, mm-hmm. I just want to um, revive um, one of the topics we did last week about Antonio Brown. Oh, and I did I did have a um, the I drama admit, in Steel I, City. Yes, and I admit I did have a bad take on that topic. Um, I just wanted to clarify what I said about um, Coach Tomlin. I, I didn't I didn't mean to um, say he was resolved from any issues with Antonio Brown. Right. Obviously, he he has condoned the behavior, and he should have uh, disciplined him from that uh, Facebook live yeah. um, video when, right. they, when they was having a player's own meeting, and he yeah. um, took a video and, and, and did a live video shoot. It was promotion for his Facebook mm-hmm. endo- endorsement, but that's that's bad business, man. You don't you don't do that either. You should have traded him that time, right. or just sat him out that game, and to to make a to make an example because now. You just you just gave him more access to doing anything he wants. Now. Exactly. Now he feels like he's got free exactly. reign. And uh, yeah, you're right. They should have nipped it in the bud. They should have said, "Yo, nobody's above the team. That's it. Exactly. Point blank. That's it." Now, you now when you don't say nothing yeah. to him, like, why are you gonna say something to me now? Exactly. So exactly. yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. You're right about that. I you just definitely wanted to right clarify that, that yeah. man. So now. Yeah, so let's jump into the, uh, a lot of the big things happened yesterday. A lot of coaching mm-hmm. vacancies got filled out. Any anyone that you're surprised about or excited about as far as the possibilities of of the team if they're going in the right direction? Um, the, the 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 vacancy for the um, for the Cardinals. Oh, um, the college coach, um, Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I really. I really dig that move. Hmm. You know, it, it seems like they went more with him because of his personality, and like looking at his background at Texas Tech, you couldn't like he couldn't even win with yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and his numbers he, definitely don't justify and he kicked, it. And he wound up having uh, Baker Mayfield leaving I know. Uh, his uh, college. So it's like, what really has has he really done He's, to earn that position? So, uh, the only thing that 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 literally I really think they looked at is that he's attached to Patrick Mahomes. But it, but it wasn't been in a good it wasn't in a good setting. <laughs> I know, I know, it but wasn't I feel like I feel like um, they, uh, they was losing. Yeah, I th- I think a lot of teams are. I'm not trying to say that they're trying to be too cute because they're just trying something different. But it's not really different because everybody thinks they're gonna find the next Sean McVay. Sean McVay, yeah, that's that's Kiff Kingsbury fits the mold perfectly. Yeah, the looks. young guy. Good late thirties, good looking guy, yeah. got the nice hair. Yeah. You know, offensive minded. It's mm. just, I, 
Everybody wants to. It's just everybody yeah. wants to do the same thing. Okay, Everybody's trying coach. to hit the that's, same. That's what, and that's that's what the it thing. comes down to. We're gonna find out about the X's. We're and gonna O's. find out. And then um, the, another coaching move that kind of shook my that, that kind of made me stretch my head was Adam Gase with the Jazz. I didn't I didn't really like that move. I don't all. get it either. Like they saw him firsthand. They was in the same division. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like what did he do in Miami? He did nothing. All he did was get people um, traded. Right. You know what I mean? He traded. He traded Jay Ajayi. Didn't didn't work well with him. Traded. Um, traded uh, soup. Dominic Sue, yeah. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. The list yeah. goes on. On and on and on. And then he handles he handles the media terribly. And this is the media capital in New York. Yeah. So we're gonna definitely have some some fun takes with him next year. Were you surprised that even were you surprised that they didn't go after Mike McCarthy because he had I'm, pretty much intentionally said in the media put I, it out there I, I, that I, I the surprised. only team he was interested in was the Jets. Well, the only team he was interested in the Jets is the, the only team. one that he could get. <laughs> <laughs> so of course he's gonna say that. But, yeah, um, I, I'm just surprised that he didn't get it. I thought he was gonna get it, but I guess they just wanted to move in, in a. I can't really say in a new direction because, like, you're not getting anything new with, with, with Adam Gase either. It seems like all the teams with the young quarterbacks are trying to go with the young offensive coaches. That's what it seems like yeah, to and me. Then, and then, like, what what coach did he develop, Adam Gase? Not really. Yeah. I mean, Tannehill had a decent record with him, but if you really break it down, like, people, like, throw numbers a lot, but you got to – like, if you really want to go more in-depth, look at the teams that Tannehill's actually beaten, and it's nobody, like, of, like, anybody credibility. Like, he's stacked his record against kind of, like, mediocre I mean, be, teams. They, be, they beat the Patriots I mean, a couple of times. A couple of times, but the AFC East is so whack. Like, right, I can right, I can, right. I can, I can rock, I can rack up a bunch of Ws just mm. with a mediocre team yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? And then he got he he really got the job because of being attached to Peyton Manning and being off the coordinator for the Colts. Yeah. But you, you can't really get any credit for that because Peyton Manning's Peyton Manning. He's a genius. He exactly. Really, he don't even need a like damn. people, I can't believe people are really hyping this Peyton Manning stuff up. Like, yo, Peyton Manning was his own offensive coordinator. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like, for me to he, attach he his wagon to that, it's crazy. Right. I, I don't understand that, man. Now, the move. Uh, that I really do like was the Cardinals getting Bruce Arians. I, I think like I think I like that was a no, no, uh, you mean great. The Bucks, you mean the Bucks. I, the Bucks, Tampa Bay. Yeah, he was yeah. the Cardinal ex Cardinals yeah, yeah. coach. Um, I love it. I think it's a great fit. I think it's the only way that you know we're gonna get to see if Jameis Winston really has it. This is the best coach. I mean that they've paired with Jameis Winston so far because. It's pretty much his skill set. Like, he right. wants to push the ball, and that's Arian's philosophy. He wants right. to push the ball down the field, except he's going to give Jameis an opportunity to make a couple easier throws. Yeah, the, the, the thing is, can Jameis stay on the field? Because, like, he's a head case off the field. Right. So can he keep his head on straight? That's, that's the question. Well, I think they, they, they definitely went Bruce Arians because they definitely want Jameis Winston to, to be the quarterback for that team. But that's what I'm saying. Can you really trust Oh, James. I couldn't. I would never be able so, to. So I think the manage, I think the organization should have gave uh, Bruce Harrison the the liberty to choose his own quarterback because who knows? He might not trust. He might not trust Jameson. Well, actually, deep, deep down inside, in the in the in the in the past, Bruce Arians has spoken highly of Jameis Winston. And I mean, granted, if he wanted, if he didn't want Jameis Winston, I'm pretty sure they probably would have worked with him. Mm. But I think one of the reasons why they did get Bruce Arians is because they wanted 
Jameis Winston to be the quarterback. I'm not right. sure if they would have went in another direction if the coach wasn't really feeling Jameis okay. Winston as a quarterback. So I'm, I, I think that's, I think of all the the coaches, that's probably the best marriage on paper. I think, I think for me, the best marriage on paper is the Cleveland Browns um, <sighs> selected Freddie. Uh, What's his name? Freddie Kitchen. I'm so mad I forgot yeah, about that yeah. one. Yeah, that, that's that's a that's an awesome pairing right there. Like why? Yeah. He's so familiar with with Baker. Baker's familiar with him. Just just give us somebody in house that that liberty to run a team. I think it's yeah. it's going it's going to shape well for um, Baker's growth in the NFL. However, I just feel bad for Greg Williams, man. Yeah. I wish he was staying on board, yeah. but he believes deep down inside he's a, he's, um, a he's a head coach. Yeah. But I think he's going to end up on another team. Yeah. As a defensive coordinator, agree. And I, I heard rumblings that it may be the New York Jets. Oh, he, with uh, Adam Gase. Yeah, yeah. That would be a good look for for the for the Jets. He's a he's yeah, a good defensive yeah. coordinator. So, he's a good coach. So my, my question is, if if the Jets play the Browns this this uh, year, if Baker scores, you think he's going to stand out? Oh, um, Greg Williams, like he did Hugh Jackson. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't heard much beef with with Greg Williams but, and but Baker. Remember, but but remember what Baker said: if you're not, in, if you're not, um, yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you're against yeah. Us. yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if he yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely stared him that, down. That, that'd be something. To look yeah, that's Baker's shit. style. So yeah, yeah. that that's a great point. Why screw it up? Yeah, it worked as soon as they got rid of Hugh Jackson. The, the 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 chemistry with with kitchens and the offense and Baker and they, Williams, but I wish he could have stayed too on board. Yeah, I, I, I just don't think he would have taken the demotion to the defensive coordinator. Yeah, you know, that's true, so I think that's that was true. something they probably. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they they definitely try to keep him in house. Yeah, but, yeah. But they with just, Baker as a quarterback, I, I don't I don't I, I definitely understand dude. why they went offensive minded. And speaking that's of, the team on the come. Speaking of fantasy, that's one of the that's that's gonna be my quarterback. One I'm in on him. Year. I'm in on him. I'm in on I'm Baker. I think I think he's potentially potentially a top five quarterback in fantasy. Yes. 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 Easily, easily behind like Andrew Love, Patrick Mahomes. You still can add Breeze. Yeah, up you got you got you got uh, Watson. Watson. But you still gotta add Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, he's still there. He's still there. I mean, as bad, it's crazy because you know we, in fantasy wise, we talk about Aaron Rodgers had a bad year, but statistically, the man still had twenty eight touchdowns yeah, yeah. and two interceptions. And on a bum I mean, knee that's too. super efficient. And on a bum, on knee. a bum knee. So like people forget that right. he was hurt. Right. He was hurt back in week one, and that kind of dampened his stats a lot too right. because like he wasn't really efficient because um, he was trying to get used to the knee yeah. brace and. Now, as a former. A former Packers fan. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. I, I want some some insight because I, I I'm I'm more of a, like an observer for the Packers. Like I, I don't really know them too well. How do you feel about that coaching hire? Like if you was still a Packers fan, how would you feel about the Lafleur hire for the um, the Packers? Because I, I really didn't really know much about him aside I, yeah, from really, being I'm, the like, offensive coordinator for the Titans. Yeah, and that's another thing too. I really didn't know too much about him myself. I just know that he was the offensive coordinator for the Titans. Yeah. And the but Titans the, didn't really score. Right, that's points. my. I'm 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 so, scratching my head because I'm just like, well, what was appealing about the Titans' offense? Right. So I guess a lot of the uh, the top aficionados they were saying that he's he's a he's a football genius. Oh like, really? Yeah, and and he he doesn't back down from anybody. He's going to be the one to stand up to um, Aaron Rodgers and say it's my way or the highway. Oh, I had so, thought the opposite. I thought they. I was just like, well, nah, let's pick this guy because Aaron nah, Rodgers will be nah, able to do whatever nah, he nah, wants. he's not a pushover. Oh, okay, okay. So he's definitely going to stand his ground. 
and um, we, we're going to see. It'll be you know interesting. I mean? I'd, I'd like to see the Packers back to, you know, running the type of offense where, you know, it's very fantasy-related, fantasy-friendly. Right, and I'm, and I'm interested to see if they still want to utilize Devontae Adams the same way they did this year because, like, with a new regime comes new schemes. Right. So will they, will they focus them, like, freaking 90% of the yeah. time on offense because Aaron – they didn't look to Jimmy Graham's way. No. And I don't remember any second. Well, Geronimo came up, but he got hurt. He got hurt, and then they had the, the, the two rookies, Scanlon and um, the Equinemius, yeah. St. Brown. And it all depends. If they pair um, Devontae Adams with another receiver, I mean, he's going to take a slight dip. I mean, the guy was ridiculous this yeah. year. I mean, I had him in two leagues, so right. I, I love him. I want him to. I want. Him, I want him to be the first receiver on mm-hmm. my board. He's going to be number one ranked in my in my rankings coming into 2019. But you never know. You just don't know the direction of what the offense is going to be. It might be more well balanced attack. So 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 let's let, let's dive into some fantasy stuff for okay, next year. Okay. Okay. So let, let, let's let's take a look at some of the people who who got high volume and receptions mm-hmm. or, or, or rushing. Mm-hmm. So we just talked about Devontae Adams maybe taking a dip in his in his statistical um, stats next year. Another person who I think may suffer that same um, dilemma is probably Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> you took the board? Yeah, I was, I was yeah. after you said Devontae Adams, I was, that was the player I was going to bring up. Yeah. I love the guy. He's my MVP of my team. He's the reason why I brought home the, the cash for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But the workload was super duper high, and yeah. it was as a result of Cam Newton's injury. Yeah. Um, it coincided as soon as the uptick of Chris McCaffrey's work was the decline of Cam Newton, yeah. and they already said it. They yeah. already said we're gonna bring somebody in because we don't want to give that type of workload to Chris McCaffrey. Now I'm no, I don't want his. And I, let me let me preface this. I don't want to scare anybody off of Christian McCaffrey. No. I still think he's a top five or six um, pick, pick yeah, going definitely. into next year. But do not – I just don't want people expecting the same year that right, he had right. this year. Like, Gurley did not – Gurley was still a top three Even with running backs. But it was – there was a downtick from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so – like I said, don't don't be like, oh my God, these guys are wild, and they say Christian McCaffrey's gonna be whack. No, I'm not saying that at no, all. No. I still think he's gonna be a stud, but I wouldn't go into next year picking him number one. No. So um, that's one. That's I think those are the number one receiver and number two running back that people are gonna be hot on for 2019, right. and then they're gonna make take a slight dip, maybe 10, 15 percent. Of what they produced in 2018. Okay, and a play I want to discuss who I think is going to take a. He had a great season this year, but I think his stats is going to go up mm-hmm. because of players who are going to be coming back on that team. Yeah. And I'm gonna say DeAndre Hopkins because he 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 fulfilled that number that number one receiver role with without with not, any nobody with, with nobody there. So now he's going to have Will Fuller's coming Will back. Will Fuller's going to be back. Now you're going to have um, Kiki look good. Kiki looks last great. week. Yeah. You're also going to have. Um, Thomas, Demarius Thomas for a full oh, season. I, yo, I forgot he tore his Achilles. Right, yeah, right, right. So he's going to be back for a full season, hopefully in the middle part of the season. Yeah, and I imagine they're going to do something with that offensive line too. Right, right, right. That's a good call. I like that yeah, call. Yeah. Um, the one guy. All right, so now I'm, you go. You, your guy who who you expect upside. to upside. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm going to keep pounding this from now through the summer. I'm all in on Ezekiel Elliott. Ooh, I'm all in on that. I am all in on that train. I think he's going to be the number one 
player in fantasy in 2019. I, I agree with that. I second that emotion. Yeah, I, his, I, his workload is... People are just like, wait, Zeke was like the number three running back. Yeah, yeah, he was. I think he will be the number one player in fantasy next year. Right. They unlocked something in Zeke that a lot of people didn't even think he had. But mm-hmm. that's because they didn't give him the ability to catch the ball. Yep. And now, I, now he had he has that he has yeah. that dimension to his yeah. game now. Well, he had it. They he just, had it. The offensive coordinator they yeah. didn't, didn't utilize yeah. it. <laughs> and then this year, his touchdown totals was down. So I think they're gonna take a leap up. Yeah. And I think that's gonna push him above. I'm all in on Zeke. That's my guy who going into 2019. I'm yeah. all over. If I get the number yeah. one pick, I'm not even messing around. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I messed up in my league this past year. Yeah. I had the second pick. I had. To, what I was preaching to you going into the season, to the fantasy league, what I was saying, I want Zeke, Zeke I'm against Zeke. And what I, I did, know. I did the you picked Bell. Did and, the I did the, and I did the same thing. I did the same nah, exact but, thing. But the only the only the only difference is I don't know if you I am playing in the keepers league now. Oh, okay. So now I, I know the person I know, yeah, I know yeah. I know the person who picked Zeke is gonna keep him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now I can't I don't I'm not, I don't even have a chance to even get Zeke this yeah. year. Well if anybody's in a redraft league then Zeke is the guy to target in my eyes. He's the he's the guy. Any sleepers going coming into next year? Um, I always keep talking about him, Darius Geis, man. I think he's going to have a bounce and it, back. And here. it's a good thing that you keep talking about him because I keep forgetting about him. Yeah, so yeah. so, and he he was just hurt so early right. in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. People there's about a reason him. why people forget about him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's going to have a great year, bearing that. I don't. What, I don't know what the, the what they're gonna do with Adrian Peterson. I don't think they'll bring him back. I don't think okay. they bring him back. I think it was a one year deal, and, it was, and he filled the gap yes. perfectly for them. Yeah. But we, as we, you can see, with the workload they gave him, so the, the, the work is there. Of, so speaking of decline, you think he's gonna? You don't think he's gonna have a repeated season like that this year? Well, it's no. tough. I don't. It's tough. I mean, he didn't get really signed until the last minute, and. Yeah. I, it's just tough with running backs nowadays. It's just like well, I think they might bring them. I think they might bring them back. You think so? Like you never know if if uh, Darius Geis may have a setback. And yeah. I, I, I haven't heard any updates if he's improving and if his rehab went well. Mm-hmm. But um, it's all about the all, to me. It's all about the almighty dollar. If the, if right, he's right, cheap right. enough, then I, I can see them bringing him back. And Snyder, he, he likes yeah. to spend money anyway. Right. So. He's going <laughs> yeah. to – if you could bring Forster on your team, you, you definitely should just keep Peterson. <laughs> yeah. So. No, definitely. I agree 100%. Um, I think my sleeper going into next year, depending on – it all depends on roster construction, if they keep the things the way they are now. Uh-huh. I like the running back from the Jets, McGuire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like him yeah. a lot. If they give him, him a chance yeah. to be the guy, I think he – listen – now, I'm not saying he's going to be Zeke or all those guys. <laughs> I am just saying as a sleeper, yeah. he has a chance to be a solid RB2 yeah. in fantasy. But, but um, that, that, that's true. Yeah. But you just never know. They may bring in L. Right. L. right. But I don't think, I don't think based off get guys, um, Adam Gase track record, I don't think Bell will even say the Jets anymore now. Yeah. I think if they got McCarthy, I think yeah, because I think he would have a more like let's run it and like kind of like limit our second year quarterbacks right. at times. But I think Gates is going to dial it up a lot. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did here, speaking of the Jets, I'm not sure if you heard it, but I heard because we already talked about the man. Let's talk about AB. Let's get back into AB again. I heard something about the fact about the Jets potentially trading for Antonio Brown. 
I mean, this, this, the coaching, the coaching signing changes everything for me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he, Antonio Brown really doesn't have a say where he goes. Is really up to the organization, right? Because they they got yeah, him on, on, exactly. on contract, under contract, so, right? Yeah, I, I, I guess it makes sense. You know, I guess it makes sense. But like, I just didn't, I just didn't see. I don't know. I just didn't see him going there. But like they, but but the Jets do have the money. Yeah, they got but, about a hundred million dollars the in the cap. Thing is, going into they, next they year. really don't take risks. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't remember the last time they signed a big time free agent. Well, made a trade for for anybody. I no, yeah, but I, I know I won't. I don't, I don't think they traded for him, but they did sign Santonio Holmes. But he was oh, already yeah, on the downside yeah. of his career. But that's the thing; they always get players on their downside. Downside, yeah. They like the Knicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the perfect, perfect <laughs> analogy. Yeah. We're going we gonna to sign you for four years, even though damn well we know you only got one year every, left in every, the tank. Every, every washed up legend went there. Tracy yep. McGrady went yep. there. Yep, <laughs> Penny Hardaway yep. went there, the downside of his yep. career. I remember uh, even before that when they got Antonio McDice. He was another one. Right, Terrible. Right, yeah, knee. tore his knee up. And then they signed him for like four years. Yeah, it's crazy. So it, I can't, I can't, I can only... I can only say based on what they track record, no, I don't think I don't think the Steelers would make that move unless the Jets smarten up and just offer like a, a first round pick and and a fifth for you know what I mean. And uh, they, the Jets do have it and they right. do have the money, so you know you can't really put it past them. I agree. I mean, and that's what that's why I, football has now become a year round sport. Like you see the potential of what's going to happen. Um, after once the Super Bowl is over, like we're, it's full on. Like yo, there's free agents to be had. Let Bell still out there. Mm-hmm. The, the coaching, like it's just so much going on. Then we talk about it. that's why football has now become a year round sport. Right, right. More or less like basketball. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. Well, speaking of basketball, I, 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 I've been uh, been catching some games now that there's less and less football on the t- on TV. Mm-hmm. I've been catching more games, and it's starting to the, the league starting to to, to shape shape um, take form. You see the East has like the, the top five teams is pretty much separating themselves. Right. right. The West, um, there's it's still a little bit more convoluted in the West. I mean, aside for the Denver and the Warriors, but besides those top two teams, I think between um, there's only like two games separating the third seed and and A, and a seed. Right, so, right. It, but we're about halfway through the league. I I, I took a look at the the, um, the standings and some teams are already at their forty game mark. So I can't believe it, man. The, the 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 season flew by, man. Um, Any quick takes um, I, on the on, on NBA? Now that we you know we, we we're diving into that territory. I'm just I'm just impressed with the with the streak that James Harden is on, man. Yeah, he's been he just playing out of his mind, bro. out of his mind. He's playing phenomenal. Um, I'm impressed with um, Kyle Kuzma putting up that 41 points. Oh, yesterday. last night, yeah, last night, man. yeah, the I'm, Lakers balled out. Him. Yeah, he's really. Um, he, he's really morphed into that second fiddle role behind LeBron James. Yeah, and I, I guess he put. I think he put everything to bed with where, where, where the debate who was the second best player behind LeBron. I think. Yeah, he yeah as far as like Lonzo and all those, Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Yeah, he he separated himself from the pack. Yeah, and I think he proved it last year too, and he's just continuing it. I think this year was. Yeah. I, I think this year he just proved it a lot more because it was still an ongoing debate whether it was Brandon Ingram or Kyle Kuzma. Right. Lonzo. And, Really, Lonzo wasn't really. He wasn't really in that in yeah. that number two tier spot. But I think it was down to those two players, and I think Kuzma yeah. just separated himself. I think he has more dog in him 
than Brandon Ingram. Oh, definitely. You know I think I mean? Ingram doesn't have much dog in him at all. Nah, he's, yeah. he's so he, he could play, but yeah, he got game. He got game. He's so he's so days yeah. out there. You know, what yeah, I mean? he's like one of those. You know who he reminds me of? Andrew Wiggins. Right, right. Like, like, like those type of guys. I think he got more. I think he got more. I think he got more fire in him than Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, but, but I was just uh, not as far as his actual game. But, but those, those guys, right. the type of guys, where like you just don't even know they're on the floor. Like right, they're just right. so quiet. Like mm-hmm. their game is just like they just. You just like yo, and all of a sudden you will be like, oh wait, he, he scored eighteen. How did he score exactly, eighteen points? Exactly. Yeah. He, he definitely have a lot of those nights, man. I, I agree with you on that one. Well, while you gave a shout-out to The Beard over in Houston, I got to give a huge shout-out to the Greek Freak in yes. uh, Milwaukee. He's he's playing right, like that right now. And, yeah, James Harden's balled out the last probably two weeks and has brought the, the discussion of, of MVP. Who, MVP. I still think the Greek Freak's number one. Uh, okay, he's yeah. Ridiculous. And did you see the sell he had? Yeah, it was crazy. 21 points. He's crazy right now. It's crazy. I'm I'm starting to get excited. I'm starting to get that NBA itch. And since we're talking about the East, man, I want to give a huge salute to Joel Embiid, man. He's really balling right now. Yeah, because we talked about it a couple weeks ago, how him and Jimmy Butler wasn't on the same page. And now Jimmy's not on the same page with the management and the coach. Yeah. It's it's just crazy, he's man. Just it's just like man, he's he's just drama everywhere he goes. Like you really can't say it's other people. If you keep having these instances occur everywhere you go, it's you. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, you know after I mean? a certain point, you gotta point the, the the only finger to point at is at yourself. And then he he attaches this winning pedigree on himself, but he hasn't won anything. Nothing, Nathan. Like they. Did he even get to the? He did get to the Eastern Conference Finals, right? With the Bulls? Uh, I think the one time with uh, with Derrick Rose, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And LeBron just sent him home once. Yeah, again. The, when he was at the Cavs, <laughs> of course. Um, Come on, man. I'm not gonna go, let this podcast end without giving you some acknowledgement because sure. you've been behind this team and behind this player, and um, it's been long enough, like where they've been playing well, where I gotta give them their just dues. Uh, one of our local teams, the Brooklyn Nets, has been. <laughs> They've been really playing really good ball right now, yeah. and you've been on hot on this team. And I was, I was, I wasn't a believer because D'Angelo Russell was one of those guys to me that I just his game to me was just I just I wasn't a fan of. Me too. I never, I never, yeah. li- I never liked his game, but now I'm, I'm starting, I'm starting to like him ever yeah. since he came with the Brooklyn Nets. He's he's morphed into a team player. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I didn't like his game because when he was in L.A. and when he first got to Brooklyn, yeah. he was such a high-volume shooter. Yes. Yeah, and it's like, if you look down at the analytics, like his PER was crazy low as far as like the, the, the times he had the ball. Um, but they're playing good team ball right now, and they're actually fun to watch. Right, and and, and right now they are playoff contention. Yeah, I think, they, I think they're about like the eighth seed right now. Seven or eight. Seven I, or last eight. time I checked this morning, I think they were seven or eight. So with that being said, Coach Atkins need to be um, considered for Coach of the Year. Yeah, you know agreed. I mean? Agreed. I, I really don't. See, I really don't see why he shouldn't get any attention in that area. I, th- I think he. I think he's that that award should go to him right now. I mean, and you. And I, I think. I think right now there might be one game under 500, but you got to consider the fact that after Levert got hurt, right. they I lost thought, seven games in a row. Yeah, and I thought I thought it was over. I thought, I thought it was, was and over. That's what, and, and, and I remember a couple games, it was maybe a week after Levert got hurt, you were just like, yo, check out the Nets. They're playing good. And I'm just like, 
don't know. And I wasn't just uh, just in denial about if D'Angelo Russell will be able to sustain this mm-hmm. play. But it's just not him. It's, it's, it's everybody. Dinwiddie's balling. Um, Allen is Allen. Josh Allen's balling. Yeah, Jared, Jared, Jared Allen. Um, sorry, I was just talking about yeah, the no, football uh, Buffalo Joe, Bills. Joe but Harris. Yeah, they're they're just they're playing really good the team ball. Like you said, on, Atkins man. is definitely in consideration for for Coach of the Year. He's yeah, done a, a really good job. We definitely got to make it out to the game this year. Man. Oh yeah, it's no doubt. Because I would much, 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 much rather pay my support to the Brooklyn Nets yeah. and the product they put out than the other team in Manhattan. Yeah, please don't the- get me started with that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Nets have been winning me a lot of money this year, so that's why I just try okay. to keep a lot of praise. ride them. You know what I mean? Ride, Keep betting against the Sixers. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 I, and, and and you know what? I, I just went against my, my philosophy yesterday. That's what burnt me. That's what burnt me yesterday. No, don't tell me you bet on the Sixers. I bet on the Sixers oh, on the road against the Wizards. That's one of your cardinal rules. Don't exactly. bet on the Sixers exactly. on the road. I should be smacking myself. Podcast listeners, that's he told you guys. Yeah. He's just he's just letting you guys know. He tested the waters and it's still the water's still cold. Do not right. bet the Sixers See, on the road. Yeah, the only reason why I went against my word is because I forgot that the, the, the Wizards play better without John Wall. Whoa, right. So, yes, right. That's right. So, yeah. it's one of almost where those two things collided right. against each other. Right, right. But, hey, you live and you learn, man. It was a coaching opportunity. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And all, another quick shout-out before we leave, um, before we head off. Um, the Spurs. Spurs have been playing some good ball. Yeah, they they burned me last week oh. on the ticket <laughs> when when um when Kawhi Leonard came back. Oh so yeah, because they they put the smackdown on on the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that's why I'm kind of little little bitter with the Spurs. Yeah, a little attitude with them. Yeah, but like I said, I'm getting we got the itch. The NFL's winding down. NBA's heating up. Yes. We'll yes. Still, so we'll start diving in more into the NBA. Yeah. We'll, Talk a little about the college ball too. Definitely, definitely. But I gotta start watching some games. Yeah, man. like I'm, I'm really. Yeah, I admitted to you today. That I haven't watched too much college ball before, yet. Before we head out, man, I want everybody to pay attention to um, St. John's, man. My boy put me on this team, and, and they've just been hot ever since, man. Fifteen and one. Fifteen and one. They, yeah. they, they lost a they lost a tough one against Villanova. Yeah, that was a tough one. Yeah, that was a tough one. But, that was um, a tough one. But Villanova's, a, I mean. Villanova's Villanova. They've proven themselves. Right, that's man. a worthy opponent, and that's not a bad loss to have in your record. Definitely. I think they're, they're right now like fourteen or fifteen and one. They just creeped into the top twenty-five. Well, they was already when they play when they played Villanova. They're twenty-four. Yeah, but um, they just like it took forever for them to. I think they didn't get into the top twenty-five until they were like thirteen and all. Yeah, exactly. So they're starting they to get, make a little bit yeah. more um, headlines. They're about to dive into conference play, and I, I've always been a St. John's fan. And, I, and I'm, I'm happy that Mullen was able to turn around. Finally, yeah. I'm so, happy, I'm happy yeah, I'm definitely, that's my, that's the local team. Run that I'm, TMC. I'm, I'm, yeah, run TMC. <laughs> Look, shout out to the old Warriors. But, um, right. yeah, that's, no, that's, a good, that's a good call. Yeah, man. But um, we're we, we going to leave you with that, with, the, with, the, with that information there, man. And we'll be back next week, yo. Yeah, we gave you the picks last week. We gave you the picks this week. We're here to help everybody make money. Quick kiss out. Peace. Yo, this is a, uh, another Quick Hits podcast with your boy Zoe. And your boy Pablo. What up? What up?
What up, what up, what up, what up? Yo, this is uh, NFL playoff week right here. Yes, Championship right. week, man. Divisional round. Divisional rounds, man. A lot of money is on the line here, baby. Yeah. So um, we, we just going to we gonna get it started with some of these games starting up on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So um, we got the um, Colts and Chiefs game, man. Yeah, and um, I mean, honestly, I think... I- I think the, that's the game of the week. I think um, it's the highest line. I think it's 57 and a half, and right. I think it's the two most potent offenses, I mean, aside from the Saints, left in the, in the in, uh, at least in the AFC. Right. I, I think it has the potential to go over. I think the, um, the over is like 56, I believe. 57, I checked today, and it's uh, 57 and a half, and I think you're, the smart bet's the over if you're going to bet the, the total I'm for taking, the game. I'm taking an over for that game, so my quick lock of the day, I'm starting right off with, with that with that segment. Um, my quick lock of the day is the um, Colts. Really? The points. The minus five and a half. Yeah, right now the um, as of today they're getting five and a half. Um, it's at Kansas City. Um, I, I I've been struggling with this one because a lot of people are jumping on the Colts bandwagon. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of like. The money line's too. It's, it's not just not good no, enough no, to no, bet. No, no, so I, I yeah. think I'm, I'm with you. I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet the, the Colts um, to cover the five and a half. But I do have the Chiefs coming out with the W today. Okay. Nah, nah. That that makes sense. The only reason why I'm, I had a lot of uh, trepidation picking the uh, the Chiefs is because of Andy Reid's track record. Yeah. And besides, this is. Uh, Patrick, this is Patrick Mahomes' first go around in the playoffs, so who knows how he's going to react to to the playoff system, to the you know to the playoffs. I agree because a lot of the new faces in the playoffs haven't fared well. Look at Lamar Jackson right. last week, terrible. Look like a Darren Hatley, <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> so the only thing that I would have to say in argument for the Chiefs is um, the Colts' defensive approach. Um, they're going to try. They're going to they're going to give the the Chiefs a lot of different looks, mostly zone. And um, they're gonna try to to prevent the big plays, and they're gonna try to keep everything in front of them. But I still think, I think Mahomes is just gonna just gonna surgically come them apart. And I think ultimately they're gonna come out with a W. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's it's probably gonna be like maybe one of those three point games. See, yeah. I, see, I feel the the way to beat the Chiefs, New England proved that. I think mm-hmm. back in week six or five. Right, right, right. To 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 hold possession. Right, hold possession. Ball. Yeah. And I think with Marlon Mack, the way he played last week, he was the key to victory last week. I think they could, you know, have that pound, that grounded pound game with Marlon Mack. And I think he's going to have a, a great game against this Chiefs defense. Right. They haven't been able to stop anybody as of late. Oh, yeah, basically. No, yeah, that's that's a main fact. And I, that's a great point you're throwing out there with Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack's going to have a huge game. Unless, unless the Chiefs get down huge and then they can't really afford to run. But I don't really see that. Because like you said, I think they're going to play Ball control, right? I mean, that's literally the only way I, I see really beating the Chiefs is try to play ball control um, and just try to limit their positions. And um, going into that last week, they got saved because I forgot who they played, but it actually brought their average down. The Chiefs were going to be one of the 
10 worst run defenses in the history of the NFL. Right. So I do believe that are they going to get um, some yards put up against them. But I still think they're going to equal away with a W. But I do like the Colts to cover the five and a half. Yeah, that, that's going that's going to be a tough one. So um, in that doubt, let's, let's move on to the uh, Dallas back to back weeks. Uh, Dallas gets a Saturday night game. Yeah, and back to back weeks, the um, they're the underdog again. So um, they're going into L.A. Okay, and they're L.A.'s giving the Cowboys seven points. I'm taking the points with the Cowboys. I'm rolling with and, you again. I'm and, rolling with you again. And I, I I think I think like like what you said about the Chiefs. Um, I, I think I think that goes the same way with the um, with the Rams Cowboys, oh, with the same game, the same approach, the right? Same approach, right. yeah. I think I think the, the the Rams will do enough to win the game, but I think the Cowboys will um, will muster enough points to keep it close. Agreed. Zeke is going to be. They're going to feed the monster. They're going to feed the monster. That's the only way you could really beat this is, is, is running, right. trying to keep them off the field. Yeah. Because what they do best is is what the Cowboys have in their weaknesses that play action. Yeah. And I, I think I think um, Jared Groff is, is going to is going to make enough plays to win a game. I still don't trust. So that you, th- you have the you do you think the Rams are going to win? Right. But, but, but the Cowboys this, will this, cover the spread. That, okay. That, that, that okay. point spread. I think we're in lockstep on this one too. Yeah. Um, the one thing that the the one thing about the Cowboys, listen. While I do think the Rams are going to win, I would not be surprised if the Cowboys did end up with a W. Because the Cowboys' defense is legit. Like they're gonna, um, right. they're gonna do their best to stuff Gurley. Without Gurley, that play action goes away. And right. then Goff is not one of those quarterbacks see, that does good under pressure. See, the only reason why I lean towards the Rams is because a lot of the Dallas Cowboys wide receivers are hurt. You got Cole Beasley. Dun- uh, yeah, he he hurt his ankle. He hurt yeah. his ankle. Allen Hearns is out. Done for done for the year. Who knows if you could trust um, Dak and and, and Gallup and um, right. what's what, what's my man name? Uh, Michael Gallup. Ma- Ma- there you go, yeah. Michael Gallup to, to connect. Right. Every every week it seems like Dak is overthrowing right. is overthrowing the kid. I think it's probably like one game he had. I think in that Giants game he had a great game, but other than that he he's really hasn't connected and, and got a great rapport yeah. with Gallup. The, and that's dangerous because they're gonna they're gonna put Talib on on um, Amari Cooper. But that's what that's what I'm yeah. saying. So he has to have a, a big game, and I, I just don't I just don't trust that that connection just yet yeah. to bring them to victory. And the only way they can win is if, if Zeke just catches the ball. He right. has over like 200 yards. Right. Over, at the scrimmage, uh, not over 200 yards, but at least at least 170. Close, close to it. Both passing. Uh, he had he had close to 200 like, the last game. Yeah, exactly. If he if he had that same type of um, impact on the game as he did against Seattle, they 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 have a great chance of winning. But I just I just don't. I don't yeah, know. they would I, really I, have to yeah. really dominate the time of possession. Like I'm talking about like 40. 40, right. like 40 20. And, and Dak cannot, he cannot fumble the ball because he's been having no. like fumble problems right. <laughs> throughout the whole playoffs. Right. We just need Dallas yeah, to stay yeah. within that seven, right? Yeah. Just stay within seven. seven. That's yeah. it. Like, yeah, yeah. So I, I I think you're safe with that. I think um, just because the D- Dallas is not, they're, they're, they're not interested in getting into a shootout. Right. Regardless of the no. fact they're not going to deviate from up. running to the ball. Yeah, so I, I think that's up. what keeps our bet safe right. for Saturday night. So we got both dogs right. on Saturday. Right. So now let's sleep into Sunday. So that's what, what first, you want to uh, dive into the first game, the Patriots game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, We're cool, going to do the first cool, game, cool. on, first game so, on the docket. 
I'm, I'm rolling. With, I'm rolling with the Chargers in this game. Right. I, I'm and, with and, you, and I'm taking them on the money line. Too. Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> my man, I'm on them. I'm on them with the money line. I'm a, all the way through with the Chargers. The, yo, the Patriots. I, just, I mean, unless unless they go back to the old Patriots, but we just haven't seen it this year. Right. And the only the only um, the only cause of concern in, in, in this game is. Phillip Rivers and the Chargers never beat no. the New England Patriots. No. They're actually 0-7 going into this, yeah. into this matchup against that team. But um, you got to think about the way New England has looked this year. They haven't looked the same no. right now. You know, Gronk is still not healthy. No. Sony Michelle starting to get back in form. He, yeah. hasn't, he hasn't been. But it's at, weird the way they handle their running backs sometimes. It's yeah. just like, yo, he might get. Ten carries in the first half and then two in the second right. half. It's so just weird. James White might yeah. make a show. You James know? White might might do his thing, but the one other other thing that I mean, he, they say he's good, but I mean, Melly Mel, he's running on two two sprain uh, MCLs. So oh yeah, yeah. So but they got plenty of talent, and I mean, as you can see, when Mel went out, they had Justin Jackson. They still got right. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler's one hundred percent. So yeah. I think the. The Chargers got a lot of firepower. They got Keenan Allen. They got Mike Williams. They got Tyrell Williams. Both the Williams brothers. Um, I, I think. I think. I, I think. Potentially a boring game, to be honest with you. I think the Chargers pretty much handle it. So you think you think that you think that game is going to go under? The, the, uh, yeah, the that's that's the game's the under. I think both teams will be conservative and will not have a lot of. It won't be a high octane type of offenses for either of them. I think both of them are good running a, a limited amount of plays. Yeah, I, I agree with that approach too. I, I don't I don't see that game really going over. No, I think I think uh, the Chargers defense contain Brady. And he just goes into the dick and dunk type of yeah. Well, uh, that's just been that's just been his yeah, mo all all year. Yeah, yeah. And then they they really don't have any top threats. Top on the, threat on, the, on, on the outside, all no, they have nothing. Um, with the loss of Josh Gordon, that, right. that kills that that kills that threat. Yeah. <laughs> and then all they have is Edelman and um, maybe Chris Hogan. <laughs> he shows up. He shows up here and there, but it's so it's just so random. Those, exactly. those, it's just. It's. I mean. Tom Brady's always been the type of guy who, who can do more with less, but he's older and it's, right, it's right, just right. It's it's too not, much. It's too much, it's too much to ask for yeah, him. Exactly. So, for I, so I'm, I'm gonna go with the Chargers to beat the Patriots handedly. Money line. And now let's talk about your boy. Showcase game of the week, back to back week. Let's go birds! But this time I, I am a little bit more nervous this week, mm. so let's dive into this one a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So I am going to take. Hmm. It's a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough one. So you know what? I- I'm going to take... Wow. Th- th- this is a tough, this this is a tough, tough game one. because this like, a tough I, want, one. I want to take Philly with the points. It, it's, but... it, it, let's, let's tell everybody that um, the Eagles are getting getting eight points right now they in get, New Orleans. They're getting yeah. eight points. It's a lot. I, and, and it's I, a, lot, to, I, it's still, a lot of wood, but... I still don't think New Orleans is going to blow them out. I think it's going to be a close game. I, I can... S- this I mean, is a tough I mean, one. This if, is a tough one to me. I mean, if if it was any any blowout game on on the card for all all um, four games, mm-hmm. I think the um, the Saints this, game the potential has the potential to become a blowout. Right. Yeah. Um. The the one good the on paper, if you look at it on paper, it's actually a really decent matchup because the the our, the Eagles' strengths are the New Orleans' weaknesses and yep. the Eagles' weaknesses. Are actually feeding into the New Orleans strengths. The Eagles cannot run the ball to save their lives, right. and then in the Saints have a legit run-stuffing defense. Right. Uh, I still believe the, the the Saints finished the year as a 
bottom four pass defense, mm-hmm. and all the Eagles and Nick Foles do is throw the ball down the field. Right. So I do feel that in that aspect, it's an even matchup. But what scares me is that that Mercedes dome and Drew Brees that, is what, legit in the dome. That's true too. But what scares me on the on the uh, Philly side is their D backs, man. They, yeah. Their defensive backs. They yeah. give up. They give up like twenty plus yards in the air. Yeah. And, well, they, and we, they gave it up to Chubisky. Yeah. One fifty. They gave up one fifty to Allen Robinson. Right. So I'm scared to see what Michael Thomas is going to do. That's to what us. I'm yeah. saying, man. So that's so that's one of the, that's one of the reasons why I may lean towards, man. I, I, I still need a couple of days to think Yeah, about this I, game, my heart man. won't let me decide this one. Yeah. My heart won't. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't, I'm torn I can't, on this one. Yeah. I'm so this, this. I mean, I. What if somebody wanted to put a parlay in? You may maybe you want to just want to bet the over because the over right now is is 51, and I think that's definitely going over. Honestly, man, I would try to tease that. I would try to tease. Tease it, it up. No, tease it down for New Orleans. For New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Put it. Put it down. Maybe down to, to like to one. <laughs> Ooh, oh, okay, oh, okay. Almost like a pick'em game. Yeah. Almost like a pick'em game. Yeah. Which is definitely an option. Yeah. It's definitely an option. If you're not feeling it any type of way, uh, bringing it down to one, teasing it down to one, is it's a solid option. Yeah, and then and then play the other side too if you got money like that. Yeah. Just tease it up. Yeah, tease it up. Yeah, yeah go with Eagles Nolan. Side. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I don't Eagles, do yeah. my tickets, man. Yeah. Like when it's games like this, when I can't really decide, I, yeah. I gotta play both ways, man. Yeah. But I might, I may just stay away from this game. Cause yeah, I think I, I would too. I, I, I think I might play two separate tickets. Yeah. For the Saturday games and then for the Sunday games. Right. The Sunday game. I mean, the Saturday games. I feel confident about. Me too. But it's just that Philly New Orleans game. I just don't. It just don't sit well. Yeah, me neither. And as a Philly fan, that scares me because I felt pretty confident that we could yeah. beat the Bears. But this week, I, I, I mean, it's, they're the number one seed. They had right. the best record in the in the in the in the, in the league for a reason. So right, I mean, right. there's not. I mean, there's a reason why I am nervous. But I'm here for the ride. So right, right. Nick Foles, Nick Foles. Let's see how long that magic can last. Right. Um, it's already lasted one season. And <laughs> Two weeks in, we're so good let, to go. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, what's up? Hypothetically speaking, they go they go on the Mercedes, and the Eagles get this victory, right? Okay, okay. I'm loving the way we're, we're starting with this scenario already. So, they go in and beat either Dallas or or the Rams. Okay. You're the GM of the Philly. Pablo's the, you, okay. you, you're the GM. Okay. Are you bringing back Wentz? Nah, nah. No. I'm, I'm, I'm calling... First of all, the NFL, they're thirsty for quarterbacks. I'm calling all the teams and seeing oh, yeah. what's you, up. You de- I'm, first of all, they'll probably start calling me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Cause, exactly. um, I th- all right, so the options for Nick Foles, if they were to retain him for next year, it's like a $20.8 million right, hit. That's, that's crazy. Wentz is still on his rookie contract, so that's obviously appealing to for a lot of teams. Right. Um, I, would, I wouldn't settle for anything less than a first-rounder, though. Okay. Um, I love Carson Wentz. I love his ability, but that's two years. Two he years just, in a row, he he, he can't hurts, finish man. the season. Exactly. He's, he's so prone, yeah, man. that I mean, there's got been guys that have started out their their um their careers injury prone like Matt Stafford. Yeah. And eventually they you know they they kind of like write the write the ship and they put in some seasons that mm-hmm. are you know that the Pro Bowl type and but it's I a mean, risk I and mean, you have a proven product. I mean, in Nick Foles. So safeness is if this if this uh, scenario does plays out. If you're the New York Giants, do you call for Carson Wentz? Oh, I mean, they would be stupid <laughs> not to. They would be stupid not to. Oh, I just don't see 
it's hard those divisional trades. It's yeah, I mean yeah. they only really do it like when the the players watch. Like when the Eagles traded uh, McNabb to to the Redskins, yeah, he was already washed. Yeah, you know was. what I mean. Yeah. So I mean, I I just I wouldn't be able to sit false. I just wouldn't. You just can't. Yeah. You just can't. Um, and like, I, it's not a long term plan. Right, it's right. you try to you try to get what you can for Carson Wentz, which is ultimately a, at least a first rounder, and build from there. You you. I mean, the the, the, the false things maybe two three years, mm-hmm. and then you see what you can get um, in the draft. So even I. So if they if they do fail. And uh, so, so if they if, if if the Eagles do lose this week, I think the the Giants or the Jags should be calling for Nick Foles uh, services. I agree. This, this season, uh, well, next season. I agree. I agree. And there's a couple. I, I I did hear. I mean, this isn't a solid. It was more like somebody was just throwing it out there. Miami being interested in Carson Wentz as well. Is um. Tannehill. It's, 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 uh, Tannehill. He's he's not gonna be. They're not gonna be retaining his. Well, services. it depends because the Miami's one of the. We're about to dive into the subject. Like Miami's one of the few teams that haven't filled that that coaching co- vacancy. coaching vacancy. Okay. And it might be a new regime. You know, they might not want to start with Tannehill right. as their franchise guy. So gotcha. it all depends on who's gonna get that job. Makes sense. But um, before we dive into that to that segment mm-hmm. about the coaching vacancies around the NFL, mm-hmm. I just want to um, revive um, one of the topics we did last week about Antonio Brown. Oh, and I did I did have a um, the I drama admit, in Steel City. I, yes, and I admit I did have a bad take on that topic. Um, I just wanted to clarify what I said about um, Coach Tomlin. I, I didn't I didn't mean to um, say he was resolved from any issues with Antonio Brown. Right. Obviously, he he has condoned the behavior, and he should have uh, disciplined him from that uh, Facebook yeah. live um, video when they, right. when they was having a player's own meeting, and he yeah. um, took a video and, and, and did a live video shoot. It was promotion for his Facebook mm-hmm. endorsement, but that's that's bad business, man. You don't you don't do that either. You should have traded him that time, right. or just sat him out that game, and to to make a to make an example because now. You just you just gave him all access to doing anything he wants. Now. Exactly. Now he feels like he's got free exactly. reign. And uh, yeah, you're right. They should have nipped it in the bud. They should have said, "Yo, nobody's above the team. That's it. Exactly. Point blank. That's it." Now, you now when you don't say nothing yeah. to him, like, why are you gonna say something to me now? Exactly. So exactly. yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. You're right about that. I you're just definitely wanted to right clarify that, that yeah. man. So now. Yeah, want. so let's jump into the, uh, a lot of the big things happened yesterday. A lot of coaching mm-hmm. vacancies got filled out. Any anyone that you're surprised about or excited about as far as the possibilities of of the team if they're going in the right direction? Um, the, the 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 vacancy for the um, for the Cardinals. Oh, um, the college coach, um, Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I really. I really dig that move. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it seems like they went more with him because of his personality, and like looking at his background at Texas Tech, you couldn't like he couldn't even win with yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and his numbers he, definitely don't and justify. Then he kicked, it. Then he wound up having uh, Baker Mayfield even I know. his uh, college. So it's like, what really has has he really done He's, to earn that position? A, uh, the only thing that 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 literally I really think they looked at is that he's attached to Patrick Mahomes. But it, but it wasn't in a good it wasn't in a good setting. <laughs> I know I know, it but I feel like I feel like it um, uh, was losing. Yeah, I th- I think a lot of teams are. I'm not trying to say that they're trying to be too cute because they're just trying something different. But it's not really different because everybody thinks they're gonna find the next 
Sean McVay. Sean McVay, yeah. That's, that's Kiff Kingsbury. Fits the mold perfectly. Yeah, the looks. Young guy. Good late 30s, good looking guy. Yeah. Got the nice hair. Yeah. You know, offensive minded. It's mm. just, I, everybody wants to, it's just, everybody yeah. wants to do the same thing. Okay, Everybody's trying coach. to hit the that's, same. That's, what, and that's, that's the what thing. It comes down to We're going to find out. About the X's We're and We're going to find out. And then um, the, another coaching move that kind of shook my, that, that kind of made me stretch my head was Adam Gase. With the Jazz. I didn't, I didn't really like that move. I don't get it either. Like, they saw him firsthand. They was in the same division. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, what did and he do now, in Miami? He did nothing. All he did was get people um, traded. Right. You know what I mean? He traded Jay Ajayi. Didn't, didn't work well with him. Traded. Um, traded uh, soup. Dominic Sue, yeah. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. The list yeah. goes on. On man. and on and on. And then he handles, he handles the media. Terribly. And this is the media capital in New York. Yeah. So we're going to definitely have some, some fun takes with him next year. Were you surprised that even were you surprised that they didn't go after Mike McCarthy because he had I'm, pretty much intentionally said in the media put I, it out there I, I, that I, I the surprised. only team he was interested in was the Jets well the only team he was interested in the Jets was the only one that he could get. <laughs> <laughs> so of course he's going to say that but, yeah. um, I, I'm just surprised that he didn't get it I thought he was going to get it but I guess they just wanted to move in, in a I can't really say in a new direction because, like, you're not getting anything new with, with, with Adam Gase either. It seems like all the teams with the young quarterbacks are trying to go with the young offensive coaches. That's what it seems yeah, like to and me. Then, and then, like, what what coaches did he develop, Adam Gase? Not really. Yeah. I mean, Tannehill had a decent record with him, but if you really break it down, like, people, like, throw numbers a lot, but you got to – like, if you really want to go more in depth, look at the teams that Tannehill's actually beaten, and it's nobody, like, of, like, anybody credibility. Like, he stacked his record against kind of, like, mediocre I mean, be, teams. They, be, they beat the Patriots I mean, a couple times. A couple times. But the AFC East is so whack. Like, right, I can right, right. I can, I can rock – I can rack up a bunch of Ws just mm. with a mediocre team yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely. Know? And then he got he he really got the job because of being attached to Peyton Manning and being off the coordinator for the Colts. Yeah. But you, you can't really get any credit for that because Peyton Manning is Peyton Manning. He's a genius. He exactly. Really, he don't even need a like damn. people, I can't believe people are really hyping this Peyton Manning stuff up. Like, yo, Peyton Manning was his own offensive coordinator. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like, for me to he, attach this wagon to that, it's crazy. Right. I, I don't understand that, man. Now, the move. Uh, that I really do like was the Cardinals getting Bruce Arians. I, I think like that. I think I that like was a, no, a no, you great. Mean the Bucks, you mean the, Bucks. I, the Bucks, Tampa Bay. Yeah, he was yeah. the Cardinal ex Cardinals yeah, yeah. coach. Um, I love it. I think it's a great fit. I think it's the only way that you know we're gonna get to see if Jameis Winston really has it. This is the best coach. I mean that they've paired with Jameis Winston so far because. It's pretty much his skill set. Like, he right. wants to push the ball, and that's Arian's philosophy. He wants right. to push the ball down the field, except he's going to give Jameis an opportunity to make a couple easier throws. Yeah, the, the, the thing is, can Jameis stay on the field? Because, like, he's a head case off the field. Right. So can he keep his head on straight? That's, that's the question. Well, I think they, they, they definitely went Bruce Arians because they definitely want Jameis Winston to, to be the quarterback for that team. But that's what I'm saying. Can you really trust Oh, James. I couldn't. I would never be able so, to. So I think the manager, I think the organization should have gave uh, Bruce Harrison the the liberty to choose his own quarterback because 
Who knows? He might not trust. He might not trust Jameson. Well, actually, deep, deep down inside, in the in the in the in the past, Bruce Arians has spoken highly of Jameis Winston. And I mean, granted, if he wanted, if he didn't want Jameis Winston, I'm pretty sure they probably w- would have worked with him. But I think one of the reasons why they did get Bruce Arians is because they wanted. James Winston to be the quarterback. I'm not right. sure if they would have went in another direction if the coach wasn't really feeling James okay. Winston as a quarterback. So I'm, I, I think that's, I think of all the the coaches, that's probably the best marriage on paper. I think, I think for me, the best marriage on paper is the Cleveland Browns um, <sighs> selecting Freddie. Uh, what's his name? Freddie Kitchen. I'm so mad. I forgot yeah, about that yeah. one. Yeah, that, that's that's a, that's an awesome pairing right there. Like why? Yeah. He's so familiar with with Baker. Baker's familiar with him. Just, just give us somebody in house that that liberty to run a team. I think it's yeah. it's going it's going to shape well for um, Baker's growth in the NFL. However, I just feel bad for Greg Williams, man. Yeah. I wish he was staying on board, yeah. but he believes deep down inside he's a uh, he's, a head, he's a head coach. Yeah. But I think he's going to end up on another team. Yeah. As a defensive coordinator, agree. And I, I heard rumblings that it may be the New York Jets. Oh, he, with uh, Adam Gase. Yeah, yeah. That would be a good look for for the for the Jets. He's a he's yeah, a good yeah. defensive coordinator. So, he's a good coach. So my, my question is, if if the Jets play the Browns this this uh, year, if Baker scores, you think he's going to stay down? Oh, um, Greg Williams, like he did Hugh Jackson. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard much beef with with Greg Williams but, and but Baker. Remember, but but remember what Baker said. If you're not, in, if you're not, um, yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely stared them that, down. That, that'd be something to look for. Yeah, that's Baker's style. So yeah, yeah. That, that's a great point. Why screw it up? Yeah. It worked. As soon as they got rid of Hugh Jackson, the the the, the, the chemistry with, with Kitchens and the offense and Baker. Greg they, Williams. But I wish he could have stayed too on board. Yeah, I, I, I just don't think he would have taken the demotion to the defensive coordinator. Yeah, you know? So true, I think that was true. something they probably mm-hmm. – I'm sure they, they definitely tried to keep him in-house. Yeah, but, yeah. But with Baker as a quarterback, I, I don't, I don't, I, I definitely understand Dude. why they went offensive minded, and speaking that's of, the team on the come. Speaking of fantasy, that's one of the that's that's gonna be my quarterback. One I'm in on him. Year. I'm in on him. I'm in on I'm Baker. I think I think he's potentially potentially a top five quarterback in fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Easily, easily behind like Andrew Luck. Patrick Mahomes, you still can add Breeze. Yeah, you got you got Rod, you got um, Watson. Watson, but you still got to add Aaron Rodgers. He's still there. He's still there. I mean, he, as bad, it's crazy because you know we in fantasy wise we talk about Aaron Rodgers had a bad year, but statistically the man still had twenty eight touchdowns yeah, yeah. and two interceptions. And on a bum I mean that's knee super too. efficient. And on a bum on knee. a bum knee, so like people forget that right. he was hurt. Right, he was hurt back in week one. And that kind of dampened his stats a lot too, right. because like he wasn't really efficient because um, he was trying to get used to the knee yeah. brace. And now, know. as a former, a former Packers fan, <laughs> thank you for clarifying. I, I want some some insight because I, I, I'm I'm more of a, like an observer for the Packers. Like I, I don't really know them too well. How do you feel about that coaching hire? Like if you was still a Packers fan, how would you feel about the Lafleur hire? For the um, the Packers, because I, I really didn't really know much about him aside I, yeah, from really, being I, the but, offensive coordinator for the Titans. Yeah, and that's another thing too. I really didn't know too much about him myself. I just know that he was the offensive coordinator for the Titans. Yeah, and the but Titans the, didn't really score. Right, that's points. my. I'm 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 so, scratching my head because I'm just like, well, what was appealing about the Titans' offense? Right. So I guess a lot of the uh, the top aficionados they were saying that he's he's a he's a football genius. Oh like, really? Yeah, and, and he, he doesn't back down from anybody. He's gonna be the one to stand up 
to um, Aaron Rodgers and said, it's my way or the highway. Oh, I had so, thought the opposite. I thought they, I was just like, well, nah, let's pick this guy because Aaron nah, Rodgers will be nah, able to do whatever nah, he, he wants. he's not a pushover. Oh, okay, okay. So he's definitely going to stand his ground. And um, we're we going to see. It'll be interesting. I mean? I'd, I'd like to see the Packers back to, you know, running the type of offense where, you know, it's very fantasy-related, fantasy-friendly. Right. And I'm, and I'm interested to see if they still want to utilize Devontae Adams the same way they did this year because, like, with a new regime comes new schemes. Right. So will they, will they focus them, like, freaking 90% of yeah. the time on offense because Aaron – they didn't even look to Jimmy Graham's way. No. And I don't remember any second. Well, Geronimo came up, but he got hurt. He got hurt, and then they had the, the, the two rookies, Scanlon and um, the Equinemius, yeah. St. Brown. And it all depends. If they pair um, Devontae Adams with another receiver, I mean, he's going to take a slight dip. I mean, the guy was ridiculous this yeah. year. I mean, I had him in two leagues, so right. I, I love him. I want him to. I want. Him, I want him to be the first receiver on mm-hmm. my board. He's going to be number one on ranked in my in my rankings coming into 2019. But you never know. You just don't know the direction of what the offense is going to be. It might be more well balanced attack. So 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 let's let, let's dive into some fantasy stuff for okay, next year. Okay. Okay. So let, let, let's let's take a look at some of the people who who got high volume and receptions mm-hmm. or, or, or rushing. Mm-hmm. So we just talked about Devontae Adams maybe taking a dip in his in his statistical um, stats next year. Another person who I think may suffer that same um, dilemma is probably Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> you took the board? Yeah, I was, I was yeah. after you said Devontae Adams, I was, that was the player I was going to bring up. Yeah. I love the guy. He's my MVP of my team. He's the reason why I brought home the, the cash for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But the workload was super duper high, and yeah. it was as a result of Cam Newton's injury. Yeah. Um, it coincided as soon as the uptick of Chris McCaffrey's work was the decline of Cam Newton, mm-hmm. and they already said it. They mm-hmm. already said we're gonna bring somebody in because we don't want to give that type of workload to Chris McCaffrey. Now I'm no, I don't want. Here's my, and I, let me let me preface this. I don't want to scare anybody off of Christian McCaffrey. No. I still think he's a top five or six um, pick, pick yeah, going definitely. into next year. But do not – I just don't want people expecting the same year that he right, had right. this year. Like, Gurley did not – Gurley was still a top three Even with running backs. But it was – there was a downtick from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so – like I said, don't don't be like, oh my God, these guys are wild, and they say Christian McCaffrey's gonna be whack. No, I'm not saying that at no, all. I still think he's gonna be a stud, but I wouldn't go into next year picking him number one. No. So um, that's one. That's I think those are the number one receiver and number two running back that people are gonna be hot on for 2019, right. and then they're gonna make take a slight dip, maybe 10, 15 percent. Of what they produced in 2018. Okay, and a play I want to discuss who I think is going to take a. He had a great season this year, but I think his stats is going to go up mm-hmm. because of players who are going to be coming back on that team. Yeah. And I'm gonna say DeAndre Hopkins because he 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 fulfilled that number that number one receiver role with without when not, any nobody with, with nobody there. So now he's going to have Will Fuller's coming Will back. Will Fuller's going to be back. Now you're going to have um, Kiki looked good. Kiki looked last great. week. Yeah. You're also going to have. Um, Thomas, Demarius Thomas for a full oh, season. I, yo, I forgot he tore his Achilles. Right, yeah, right, right. So he's going to be back for a full season, hopefully in the middle part of the season. Yeah, and I imagine they're going to do something with that offensive line too. Right, right, right. That's a good call. I like that yeah, call. Yeah. Um, the one guy. All right, so now I'm, you go. You, your guy who who you expect upside. to upside. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm going to keep pounding this from now through the summer. I'm all in 
on Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, I'm all in great. on that. I am all in on that train. I think he's going to be the number one player in fantasy in 2019. I, I agree with that. I second that emotion. Yeah. I, his, I, his workload is – people are just like, wait, Zeke was like the number three running back. Yeah, yeah, he was. I think he will be the number one player in fantasy next year. Right. They unlocked something in Zeke that a lot of people didn't even think he had. But mm-hmm. just because they didn't give him the ability to catch the ball. Yep. And now, I, now he, had, he has, that, he has yeah. that dimension to his yeah. game now. Well, he, he had it. They he just, had it. The offensive coordinator they yeah. didn't, didn't utilize yeah. it. <laughs> and then this year, his touchdown totals was down. So I think they're going to take a leap up. Yeah. And I think that's going to push him above. I'm all in on Zeke. That's my guy who going into 2019, yeah. I'm all over. If I get the number yeah. one pick, I'm not even messing around. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I messed up in my league this past year. Yeah. I had the second pick. I had the, I, what I was preaching to you going into the season, to the fantasy league. What I was saying, I want Zeke. Zeke I'm going to get Zeke. And what I, I did, know. I did the, pick Bell. Did and the I did ball. The, and I did the same thing. I did the same nah, exact but, thing. But the only, the only, the only difference is... I don't know if you. I'm playing in the keepers league now. Oh, okay. So now, I, I know the person. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know the person who picked Zeke is going to keep, keep him. him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now I can't. I don't. I'm not, I don't even have a chance to even get Zeke this yeah. year. Well, if anybody's in a redraft league, then Zeke is the guy to target keep. in my yeah. eyes. He's the he's the guy. Any sleepers going coming into next year? Um. I always keep talking about him, Darius Geis, man. I think he's going to have a bounce and, back. And it's a good thing that you keep talking about him because I keep forgetting about him. Yeah, so, yeah. so, and he he was just hurt so early right. in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. People there's, forget. There's about a reason him. why people forget about him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's going to have a great year. Bearing that, I don't. What, I don't know what the, the what they're going to do with Adrian Peterson. I don't think they'll bring him back. I don't think okay. they bring him back. I think it was a one year deal, and it was, and he filled the gap yes. perfectly for them. Yeah. But you, as you, you can see, with the workload they gave him, so the, the, the work is there. Of, so speaking of decline, you think he's gonna? You don't think he's gonna have a repeated season like that this year? Well, it's no. tough. I don't. It's tough. I mean, he didn't get really signed until the last minute, and. Yeah. I, it's just tough with running backs nowadays. It's just like well, I think they might bring him. I think they might bring him back. Because, you think so? Like you never know if if uh, Darius Geis may have a setback. And yeah. I, I, I haven't heard any updates if he's improving and his, if his rehab went well. Mm-hmm. But um, it's all about the all, to me. It's all about the almighty dollar. If the, if right, he's right, cheap right. enough, they're, they're, they're not, I, I can see them bringing him back. Snyder, he, he likes yeah. to spend money anyway. So. Right. He's gonna. <laughs> yeah. if, if you could bring Forster on your team, you, you definitely should just keep Peterson. <laughs> yeah. So. No, definitely. I agree, one hundred percent. I think my sleeper going into next year, depending on it, all depends on roster construction. If they keep the things the way they are now, uh-huh. I like the running back from the Jets, McGuire. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like him yeah. a lot. If they give him a chance yeah. to be the guy, I think he. Listen. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be Zeke or all those guys. (laughs) I am just saying as a sleeper, he has a chance to be a solid RB2 in fantasy. But but, um, that's true. But you just never know. They may bring in L. Right. Right. But I don't think think based off guys, um, Adam Gase track record, I don't think. Bell will even Saint Jess anymore now. Yeah. I think if they got McCarthy, I think yeah, because I think he would have a more like let's run it and like kind of like limit our second year quarterbacks right. attempts. But I think Gase is going to dial it up a lot. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did hear, speaking of the Jets, I'm not sure if you heard it, but I heard 
because we already talked about the man. Let's talk about AB. Let's get back into AB again. I heard something about the fact about the Jets potentially trading for Antonio Brown. I mean, this, this, the coaching, the coaching signing changes everything for me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he, Antonio Brown really doesn't have a say where he goes. Is really up to the organization, right? Because they they got yeah, him on, on, exactly. on contract, under contract, well, so, right? Yeah, I, I, I guess it makes sense. You know, I guess it makes sense. But like, I just didn't, I just didn't see. I don't know. I just didn't see him going there. But mm-hmm. like they, but but the Jets do have the money. Yeah, they got but, about a hundred million dollars the in the cap. Thing is, going into they next they year. really don't take risks. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't remember the last time they signed a big time free agent. Well, made a trade for for anybody. I th- no, yeah, but I, I know I won't. I don't, I don't think they traded for him, but they did sign Santonio Holmes. But he was oh, already yeah, on the downside yeah. of his career. But that's the thing; they always get players on their downside. Downside, yeah. They like the Knicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the perfect, perfect <laughs> analogy. Yeah. We're going we gonna to sign you for four years, even though damn well we know you only got one year every, left in every, the tank. Every, every washed-up legend went there. Tracy yep. McGrady went yep. there. Yep, <laughs> Penny Hardaway yep. went there, the downside of the yep. story. I remember uh, even before that when they got Antonio McDice. He was another oh, one. Right, Terrible. Right, yeah, knee. tore his knee up. And then they signed him for like four years. Yeah, it's crazy. So it, I can't I – can't, I can only – I can only say based on what they track record, no, I don't think I don't think the sellers would make that move. Unless the Jets smarten up and just offer like a, a first round pick and and a fifth or you know what I mean? And uh, they the Jets do have it and they right. do have the money, so you know, you can't really put it past them. I agree. I mean and that's what that's why I football has now become a year round sport. Like you see the potential of what's gonna happen. Um, after once the Super Bowl is over, like we're, it's full on. Like yo, there's free agents to be had. Let Bell still out there. Mm-hmm. The, the coaching, like it's just so much going on. Then we talk about. It. That's why football has now become a year round sport. Right, right. More or less like basketball. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. Well, speaking of basketball, I, 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 I I've been not uh, been catching some games now that there's less and less football on the t- on TV. Mm-hmm. I've been catching more games, and it's starting to the, the league starting to to, to shape. Shape, um, take form. You see, the East has like the, the top five teams is pretty much separating themselves. Right. right. The West, um, there's it's still a little bit more convoluted in the West. I mean, aside for the Denver and the Warriors, but besides those top two teams, I think between um, there's only like two games separating the third seed and and, and AC. Right, so, right. It, but we're about halfway through the league. I I, I took a look at the the, um, the standings and. Some teams are already at their forty game mark, so I can't believe it. Man, the the the, the season flew by, man. Um, Any quick takes um, on, the, on on the NBA? Now that we you know we we're diving into that territory. I'm just I'm just impressed with the with the streak that James Harden is on, man. Yeah, he's been he just playing out of his mind. Man. Out of his mind. He's playing phenomenal. Um, I'm impressed with um, Kyle Kuzma putting up that forty one points. Oh, yesterday. last night. Yeah, last night. Man. Yeah, the I'm, Lakers I'm balled out. Yeah, he's really. Um, he, he's really morphed into that second fiddle role behind LeBron James. Yeah, and I, th- I guess he put. I think he put everything to bed with where, where, where the debate who was the second best player behind LeBron. I think. Yeah, yeah as far as like Lonzo and all those, Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Yeah, he he separated himself from the pack. Yeah, and I think he proved it last year too, and he's just continuing it. I think this year was. Yeah. I, I think this year he just proved it a lot more because it was still an ongoing debate whether it was Brandon Ingram or Kyle Kuzma. Right. Lonzo. And, Really, Lonzo wasn't really. He wasn't really in that in yeah. that number two tier spot. But 
I think it was down to those two players, and I think Kuzma yeah. just separated himself. I think he has more dog in him than Brandon Ingram. Oh, definitely. You I think I mean? Ingram doesn't have much dog in him at all. Nah, he's, yeah. he's so he, he could play, but yeah, he got game. He's, he got game. He's so he's so lasting yeah. out there. You know. Yeah, what he's I mean? like one of those. You know who he reminds me of? Andrew Wiggins. Right, right. Like, like, like those type of guys. I think he got more. I think he got more. I think he got more fire in him than Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, but, but I was just uh, not as far as his actual game. But, but those, those guys, right. those type of guys, where like you just don't even know they're on the floor. Like right, they're just right. so quiet. Like mm-hmm. their game is just like they just. You just like yo, and all of a sudden you will be like, oh wait, he, he scored eighteen. How did he yeah, score exactly, eighteen points? Exactly. Yeah. He, he definitely have a lot of those nights, man. I, I agree with you on that one. Well, while you gave a shout-out to The Beard over in Houston, I got to give a huge shout-out to the Greek freak in yes. uh, Milwaukee. He's he's playing right, like that right now. And, yeah, James Harden's balled out the last probably two weeks, and it's brought the, the discussion of, of MVP. MVP. I still think the Greek freak's number one. Uh, okay, he's... Yeah. Ridiculous. And did you it's see the stat he had? Yeah, it was crazy. Twenty-one points. He's crazy. crazy right now. It's crazy. Um, I'm I'm starting to get excited. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm start I'm starting to get that NBA itch. And, and since and since we're talking about the East, man, I want to give a huge salute to Joel Embiid, man. He's really oh yeah balling right now. Yeah, because we talked about it um a couple weeks ago how he they, him and Jimmy Butler wasn't on the same page. And now Jimmy's not on the same page yeah, with, the, with, with the management, right? And, and the, coach, with the coach, yeah. It's it's just crazy, he's man. Just it's just like man, he's he's just drama everywhere he goes. Like you really can't say it's other people. If you keep having these instances occur everywhere you go, it's you. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, you know after I mean? a certain point, you gotta point the the, or the only finger to point at is at yourself. And then he he attaches this winning pedigree on himself, but he hasn't won anything. Nothing, Nathan. Like they. Did he even get to the? He did get to the Eastern Conference Finals, right? With the Bulls? I think the one time with uh, with Derrick Rose, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And LeBron just sent him home. Once yeah, again. that was when he was at the Cavs, <laughs> of course. Um, Come on, man. I'm not gonna go, let this podcast end without giving you some acknowledgement because you've been behind this team and behind this player, and um, it's been long enough, like where they've been playing well, where I, I gotta give them their just dues. Uh, one of our local teams, the Brooklyn Nets, has been. <laughs> They've been really playing really good ball right now, yeah. and you've been on hot on this team. And I was, I was, I wasn't a believer because D'Angelo Russell was one of those guys to me that I just his game to me was just I just I wasn't a fan of. Me too. I never, I never, yeah. li- I never liked this game, but now I'm, I'm starting, I'm starting to like him ever yeah. since he came with the Brooklyn Nets. He's he's morphed into a team player. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I didn't like his game because when he was in LA and when he first got to Brooklyn, yeah. he was such a high volume shooter. He's, yes. Yeah, and it's like and if you look down at the analytics, like his PER was crazy low as far as like the the, the times he had the ball. Um but they're playing good team ball right now and they're actually fun to watch. Right. And 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 right now they are playoff contention. Yeah, I think they, they I think they're about like the eighth seed right now. Seven or eight. When, seven I, or last eight. time I checked this morning I think they were seven or eight. So with that being said, Coach Atkins need to be um, considered for coach of the year. Yeah. You know Agreed. I mean? Agreed. I, I really don't see I really don't see why he shouldn't get any attention in that area. I th- I think he I think he's that that award should go to him right now. I mean and you can I, I think I think right now there might be one game under 500, but you got to consider the fact that after Levert got hurt, right. they I lost thought, seven games in a row. Yeah, and I thought I thought it was over. I thought, I thought it was, was and over. That's what, and, and, and I remember a couple games, it was maybe a week after Levert got hurt, you were just like, yo, check out the Nets. They're playing good. And I'm just like, 
don't know. And I wasn't just uh, just in denial about if D'Angelo Russell would be able to sustain this play. But it's just not him. It's, it's, it's everybody. Dinwiddie's balling. Um, Allen is Allen. Josh Allen's balling. Yeah, Jared, Jared, Jared Allen. Um, sorry, I was talking about yeah, the no, football uh, Buffalo Joe, Bills. Joe but Harris. Yeah, they're they're just they're playing really good team ball. Like you said, on, Atkins man. is definitely in consideration for for coach of the year. He's yeah, done a, a really good job. We definitely got to make it out to the game this year. Man. Oh yeah, no doubt. Because I would much, 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 much rather pay my support to the Brooklyn Nets yeah. and the product they put out than the other team in Manhattan. Yeah, please don't the- get me started with them. <laughs> but um, the Nets have been winning me a lot of money this year, so that's why I just try okay. to keep a lot of praise. Ride you know what I mean? Ride, Keep betting against the Sixers. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 I, and, and and you know what? I, I just went against my, my philosophy yesterday. That's what burnt me. That's what burnt me yesterday. No, don't tell me you bet on the Sixers. I bet on the Sixers oh, on the road against the Wizards. That's one of your cardinal rules. Don't exactly. bet on the Sixers exactly. on the road. I should be smacking myself. Podcast listeners, that's he told you guys. Yeah. He's just he's just letting you guys know. He tested the waters and it's still the water's still cold. Do not right. bet the Sixers See, on the road. Yeah, the only reason why I went against my word is because I forgot that the, the, the Wizards play better without John Wall. Whoa, right. So, yes, right. That's right. So, yeah. it was one of almost where those two things collided right. against each other. Right, right. But, hey, you live and you learn, man. It was a coaching opportunity. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And all, another quick shout-out before we leave, um, before we head off. Um, the Spurs. Spurs have been playing some good ball. Yeah, they they burned me last week oh. on the ticket <laughs> when when, um, when Kawhi Leonard came back. Oh so that's, yeah, because they they put the smackdown on on the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that's why I'm kind of little little bitter with the Spurs. Yeah, that little attitude with them. Yeah, but like I said, I'm getting we got the itch. The NFL's winding down. NBA's heating up. Yes, we'll yes. Still, so we'll start diving in more into the NBA. Yeah. We'll, Talk a little about the college ball too. Definitely, definitely. But I gotta start watching some games. Yeah, man. like I'm, I'm really. Before yeah, I admit we, it to you today. That I haven't watched too much college ball before, yet. Before we head out, man, I want everybody to pay attention to um, St. John's, man. My boy put me on this team, and, and they've just been hot ever since, man. Fifteen and one. Fifteen and one. They, yeah. they they lost a they lost a tough one against Villanova. Yeah, that was a tough one. Yeah, that was a tough one. But, that was um, a tough one. But Villanova's, a, I mean. Villanova's Villanova. They've proven themselves. Right, that's man. a worthy opponent, and that's not a bad loss to have in your record. Definitely. I think they're, they're right now like fourteen or fifteen and one. They just creeped into the top twenty-five. Well, they was already when they play when they play Villanova. They're twenty-four. Yeah, but um, they just like it took forever for them to. I think they didn't get into the top twenty-five until they were like thirteen and all. Yeah, exactly. So they starting they to get make Marquette, a little bit yeah. more um, headlines. They're about to dive into conference play, and I, I've always been a St. John's fan. And, I, and I'm, I'm happy that Mullen was able to turn him around. Finally, yeah. I'm so, happy, I'm happy yeah, I'm definitely, that's my, that's the local team. Run that I'm, TMC. I'm, yeah, run TMC. <laughs> Look, shout out to the old Warriors. But, um, right. yeah, that's, not, that's, a good, that's a good call. Yeah, man. But um, we're we, we going to leave you with that, with, the, with, the, with that information there, man. And we'll be back next week, yo. Yeah, we gave you the picks last week. We gave you the picks this week. We're here to help everybody make money. Quick kiss out. Peace.